Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Mason. Hello there. Great. This is a rare daytime recording for it us. It is. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we might have to do more of these at the moment because... Uh, nighttime doesn't exist in Australia anymore. No, they've they got, got rid, rid of it. it. They banned it. Mm, they I'm banned okay it. They found people protesting during the nighttime, so they banned nighttime. So now we're just... <laughs> Pretty clever when you think about clever, it. Yeah. right? Rep, if you are out there protesting or whatever you're up to, please stay safe, obviously. Keep that distance. Uh, keep that distance. Do what you can. You know what I mean? Uh, good luck to everybody. We've linked to a few things on our um, on our social medias, haven't we? With regards, just just information and resources. That's right. Yeah. Stay safe. Stay cool. Stay cool. Well, that's more important, isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, if you've got the choice between staying safe and staying cool, yeah. you better stay cool. You know it. Uh, this is going to be an Tip all- that fedora. Fedora. <sighs> Down low. I'm doing it. No, I see. Yeah. <laughs> so this is an all-news episode. Uh, I'm a bit pressed for time. Got a lot going on. Uh, so do you, Nick Mason. Uh, and um, so, yeah, just all news all the time. Yeah, that's right. And well, that's, the news never stops. That's where I we're mean, at. it's slow, certainly. Yeah, certainly does. So we're gonna... we, What we do then is we pad. We pad for we, time. We pad for time. But I don't know if we can. Some might argue we're doing it now. I technically have to be somewhere in 42 minutes. We can't pa- do that much padding. All right. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely going to go over. Uh, so the first news we're going to kick off with this week is Godzilla versus Kong. It's officially been given a rating. Two thumbs up. Oh, that's great. No, rating of PG-13. And people are like, I don't want this kidified version of Godzilla versus mm. Is there an R-rated Godzilla or Kong I don't movie? think there's ever been one, no. Yeah. Uh, it's still, uh, just, just, just Godzilla and Kong effing and Jeffing all about the that's place. That's right. And I've, I've seen some com- some comparisons made to like Kong Skull Island. That's a very violent movie, but yeah. it's also PG thirteen because it's just like CGI animals beating each other with sticks. Yeah. So it's okay. What do people want? What's the, in the American uh, in the American rating system? What's next after PG thirteen? Is it R? It's R. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What but, do you what do you what do you want there? What do I want? I guess because like when you when you think of like movie series or video game series or whatever, I guess you want you know you want better special effects and more resolution yeah. and that sort of stuff. So is more it, resolution like character resolution? Character resolution, exactly. <laughs> you want those arcs to finally be finished. You want mm. you want Godzilla and Mothra to finally hug. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But I guess like, do you want? People being killed in ever more horrifying high definition. Is that it? Do you want people being squashed by Godzilla and just 
You see eyeballs burst. Eyeballs, eyeballs ooze out from between his toes. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so. No, I don't want that either. But, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, what do people want that you cannot be delivered in PG-13? I just don't know. I think there's room for that in horror movies of this nature. If you would yeah. like to do like a Cloverfield. Is that an even yeah. R-rated? It might not even be. I don't think it is. I'm t- maybe a cabin in the woods or something, like yeah, a right, fantastical uh-huh. creatures. But, mm. yeah, I don't know. It also makes sense because who's going to be seeing these movies? Teenagers probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, my favourite childhood character, Godzilla, is going to f- fight my <laughs> favourite childhood character. <laughs> He's going to be effing and jeffing, just yeah. like I, a teen do. <laughs> That's right. I, when I was a kid, I loved the classic movie King Kong 2005. That's right. And now he's back mm-hmm. for more adventures. So that's good, I think. Uh, still out for November 2020. That could change at any point, any time for any reason. Mm-hmm. The reason being, though, the coronavirus, obviously. Yes. Not any reason. That would be the reason. That's the main number one reason, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Unless, no, James, you're discounting the idea that maybe a worse reason will happen. Oh, yeah. Because there's already there's so many bad things keep happening right? this year. What's going on? We're just, we're just trying to reach peak bad thing. <laughs> So we're not there. And we've done it. No, because we're doing this podcast, James. <laughs> oh, you got yes, us. I got us. You got us. Peak bad thing. Speaking of peak bad things. Yes. Actually, no, I'm going to hold off on that. Maybe do a peak bad thing. <laughs> it was this podcast. <laughs> That's a reference. That's a, but like, The kids love Chris Isaac. You know? <laughs> Chris Isaac. That's their goal. 1999. He's, he's effing and jeffing like the teens. The, the tie into the movie Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. This yeah. is my, I think I've mentioned this before, my favourite Comic book run of all time is Starman, which is from the the nineties. Definitely mentioned that. And yeah. and there's a point where where the the titular character he points out that he's not cool because he's no Chris Isaac, and I'm like, wow, that's the only thing that dates this. <laughs> not that I don't love Chris Isaac, I do. Yeah, I'm just saying. Just saying, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Who would who would it be now? Would it be Cy? <laughs> that's who we always go. It would to. be Cy, yes, <laughs> the coolest guy in the world. <laughs> so here's a question for you. I'm ready. More or less alien movies. More, always more. What if I said prequels? Yeah, always more. <laughs> wow, okay. Because again, it's a it's a horseshoe effect. <laughs> yep. It's if what happens is we get increasingly worse prequels, mm-hmm. and then it just loops around, and then we get a good one set now. <laughs> I think is what happens. But that would be like another like an even prequel. That would be a prequel. A pre- that would be an even prequel. A prequel. Aren't the maybe. ones that are set now the Alien v Predator movies? Oh, yeah, well, not now now because yeah. they. They were hot in the time of Chris Isaac. Look, I don't know. I'm lost. I'm lost in this dumb thing that I've said. Just give me the answer <laughs> okay. so we can we can move on. No, no. The answer is whatever you want it to be. If oh, you okay. want more Alien prequels, that's good because Ridley Scott I want more said, prequels. He's talking about a follow-up because yes. he's done your Prometheus. Mm-hmm. He's done your Alien Covenant. Yes. We're coming out of the backs oh, now. So this will be a sequel to those movies. Yes. It wouldn't be set before those movies. No. Okay, right. Did you like Alien, We're Coming Out of the Backs now? Yes. Talk about it. Maybe. Remember they're like smoking on planets and inhaling mushrooms that give them alien diseases? Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool movie. Anyway, this is what he said. What I thought about when I was making it, the first one, as in Alien 1979. Yep. uh, Why would a creature like this be made and why is it traveling in what I thought was always some kind of Warcraft, which was carrying the cargo of these eggs? What was the purpose of the vehicle and what was the purpose of the eggs? That's the thing to question uh, who, why, and for what purpose in the next idea, I think. Wasn't the idea behind those eggs also that they were like thousands of years old? Weren't they like, this is a very old uh, ship? Oh, uh, yeah, found. I guess so. I, I, I was always under sure the impression that, yeah, it was a sort of a, they were a sort of a, because I had the aliens technical manual back yeah. in the day. I was always under the impression that, yeah, they were, they were a bioweapon. The idea was that you deliver them to a planet and then they, hmm. they just destroy everything. Which they do elaborate on in Covenant. Well, I feel like, like this is, I feel like he's, he's asking a question that the mythos, he is built. Yeah, has answered that already. Yeah, what the Michael Fassbender made him. Yes. Mm. So 
for, for making trouble. It does make a lot of trouble, doesn't it? It's a lot of trouble. During the original Alien, you know how to make those sets look bigger. They put kids in spacesuits and had them walk around. Oh, I see, right. That's fun, isn't it? Anyway, I, don't, I, don't, I guess if they're going to yeah. do more, fine, another prequel. Yeah, right. But you don't want to do the sequel with Ripley and Hicks? Mm. Like the real Alien 3, like we just got the real Terminator 3? Big success. <laughs> so why can't we just do that again? Good question. Bigger success. Well, that's interesting that, that we... That a lot of franchises now, are, again, are doing the ignore the previous stuff, we'll just do a reboot. Halloween. We'll just, we'll just move it along. It's interesting that Alien has yet to do that because we very well could. I mean, they're not all in canon because some, oh, okay, right. some of the VP uh-huh. movies. But, yeah, you're right. Movies do do that now because you look at Terminator Dark Fate, for example. Mm-hmm. You look at The Rise of Skywalker, it, it, it ignores the previous movie. Yeah. That's what movies do these that's, days. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so I guess more, more Alien prequels. I mean, they're, they're dumb and that's yeah. interesting to did me. You, I, I read a, an interview with Guy Pearce recently. Uh, oh, where he was like, why did they make me do that? <laughs> was exactly, that the one? It was that one. It was exactly that one. But it was also he, he did provide confirmation about why he was an old man, mate. Like we've, we've long that suspected would, yeah. that he was in old man makeup in, in the movies that he was in because they were going to do a, a scene set in the past where he was a young man and, yeah. and you know, forming his company or whatever. And apparently it was, I, th- I think it was because, and I'll look this up later, but I think it was because he was going to have a scene on a yacht but they couldn't make a decision on what kind of yacht or they couldn't, uh, acquire, yeah. they couldn't acquire the yacht in time. I think it was also it was a virtual reality situation because, you yes. know, Michael Fassbender comes and talks to him through the pod yeah, right, uh-huh. and that was going to be like he was going to be a young man in a virtual environment. So yes. I think that's what you're referring to. Yeah, yeah. But they eventually did do that scene at the start of Covenant where yeah, he, yeah. he's like, David, I've made you play the piano or I'll, I'll, I'll kill you. They did too. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But apparently there was a yacht involved. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's why I like movies because you can get a yacht sometimes. Exactly right, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm there for. Yeah, yeah. God, imagine the luxury these days of like just you had to choose between different yachts. <laughs> They're pretty crazy, right? The problem is with these movies, I feel like with The Last Terminator as well, don't make them for $200 million because mm. you don't need to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't need to. That's right. Anyway, The Hollywood Reporter. They're, they're coming out hot with some news. Batwoman is going to feature a new character in the shoes of Batwoman. They're not going to replace well, right, Ruby yeah. Rose's character. Mm-hmm. They're going to replace the character of. Yes. How do you feel about this show that we haven't seen going in this direction? I love it. Mm. There's enough Batwoman where you'd be like, yeah, mm. enough different characters you could bring in. That's right. Mm. I mean, I'm sure the whole uh, the premise of the show hinges on the central conflict between this particular character and yes. the, the and her sister. I her think sister. I, I think. But also. maybe this new character has a has a sister also. Yeah, it's like, do you remember when Charmed lost one of the sisters? They added in a new, they found a new sister. And yeah. it was fine, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it? Probably. <laughs> they kept making at least one season of yeah. that show, so that's where we're at. And again, you know, uh, TV shows have weathered weirder changes before, you know? Yeah. Two and a half men, obviously. Yes. Wonder Woman, they just moved her into the modern day and they were oh, like, yeah. all her friends are the same though. We talked about Bewitched recently in something. That's right. New Darren. New Darren. Yeah. So that's, yeah, these are all good examples. And there are, there are an assortment of, you know, other, other, and if you want to keep it as a, as a female bat mm. family. Well, I, again, there's, there's so many you could pick well, from. That's, that's, yeah. a, that's, the, that's the thing. I mean, assuming they're going to still call it Batwoman, mm. then you just, you could, you, you promote one of the Batgirls yep. or there's, um, you know, you get you, you put a Robin in and she takes yep. over the role of, of, of Batwoman. Who Absolutely. Knows? There's so many ways you could do it. I guess also this leaves the door open for a cameo in a upcoming crisis 
It's yeah, situation. and also, you know, she may be, it may also be that she's taking a season off. Something we didn't mention when we heard that she was leaving. Apparently yeah. she had a, quite a severe back injury. Yeah, there was a, yeah. yeah. And I, I, someone, did someone die or get really severely injured as well? Like yeah, another yeah. person? And again, that's why they had to replace a Darren. He had a back injury. Did he? Yes. Did he do a flip? Yeah, he did a flip. Doesn't need to do flips. Yeah. What the kind of show is it? No, we need to do a absolutely flip. Absolutely not. You're right. You're, you're dead on right there. So, yeah, look, in all honesty, I, think, I I like when they try and keep the continuity when they swap out a character. Yeah, right, exactly. What I like about MASH, the original series, mm-hmm. is that whenever a character would leave, mm-hmm. they would they would, they would would acknowledge that they had left and they bring in a new character that's completely different from that person. Uh-huh. And I think that's... They would replace Radar with Sonar as an example. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> but, you know, like Frank Burns leaves and he's yeah. like an incompetent Muppet of a surgeon. Yes, right. And they bring in the best surgeon there is and he's a better surgeon than all the other surgeons. Mm. So, like, you can, you can add a different all element. All the other characters hated him and then he was killed. <laughs> yes. No, he went on to be Martian Manhunter. Oh. David Ogden Steers. David Ogden Steers, yeah, yeah, right. Uh-huh. So that's exciting, isn't it? That's very exciting. Yeah. So... Are you familiar with uh, Josh Boone, director of The New Mutants? I mean, no, not, not overly <laughs> You know that familiar. he's done, yeah, done sure. this. Uh-huh. He's talking about making more New Mutants. Wow. And here's the quote. Ultimately, after all this time, I was able to make my New Mutants film, and I'm proud of it. What I'm hoping for now is that it'll be successful enough so the studio will allow me to complete a trilogy. I've got it all planned out. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. It would be cool if this was a good movie, right? I would love it if this was be a really good movie. really nice, yeah. I like that confidence. I don't know whether it's going to happen. Do you think he's trying to get some traction to be like, people will like it and then they'll push Disney to be like, this is the thing that we want to keep seeing? Yes. Mm. Disney, that's the deal now, isn't it? Fans yell at <laughs> fans yell, yeah. At companies is, until But they... that's the thing also, are we, are we at currently, are we at peak fans yelling at studios? Do like right, they've had a gutful? No, I, well, I think they've probably had a gutful, but also... At this point, it would just be noise. There's yeah. so many tweets from directors being like, well, I didn't get to make what I wanted to make and they yes. didn't let me hire who I wanted to hire. A and- bunch of Suicide Squad stuff this week. Mm-hmm. David A talked about how the continuity of the movie is broken by Jeff Johns because it implicates Harley Quinn in the murder of Robin. Of Robin. Mm-hmm. But that's but she wouldn't have been there because of the because bro- he got his teeth broken by Batman after that happened. And we see oh, the I creation see. of her and the teeth that he had before that. Oh, I see, right. I never thought about it because <laughs> I didn't need to. Mm. But, yeah. Why would it ever come up in conversation or on a podcast? I, I guess it could also, she could be implicated if she was the psychiatrist when it happened and she yeah, was associated with yeah, it that I way. They're like, what did the, what did the, the yeah, Joker right. tell her? What did she tell the Joker or whatever? What that's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm fixing this movie. <laughs> sure are. Huh? Just on You've the fly. Yeah, that's that really good. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there you bloody go. I mean, when is New Moons coming out though? Do you know? No idea. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Do you love prequel hot prequel gossip? Yes, I think we've established that I do based on my okay, good. my love for hot prequel <laughs> aliens from earlier. Yes. So this is some DC news coming out of heroic Hollywood. Okay, I'm just going to read this. Let's go for verbatim, this. Okay, sure. It oh, it doesn't have to be verbatim. I'll do some skim and I'll get some <laughs> okay, words right. wrong. So you're going to you're going to willfully misrepresent whatever heroic Hollywood is saying. That's right. Cool. You got a problem with that? No, I love it. What are you in the pocket? A big. Hollywood, big heroic Hollywood? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. After the surprise success of Joaquin Phoenix award-winning Joker, heroic Hollywood has exclusively learned there's going to be an attempt to pitch a Bane standalone film to DC executives. 
In a similar way to the Todd Phillips film, it could have offered a filmmaker the chance to explore the villain's psyche in a character study, etc. whatever, that's just filler. <laughs> a potential pitch for the film would have loosely uh, in the Batman Vengeance of Bane story from the comics as a basis of the script, and the plot would have introduced Bane to the DC universe, revealing that his tragic origin began before he was even born, since Batman is the key to his motivation across that arc. Uh, Batman could coexist in the film, and it even uh, have a looming presence over Gotham City, and maybe he'll show up in a future movie, etc. Do you think Bane's a, like a popular feeling where people would be like, "Yeah, this is I want a Bane prequel movie." Yes, oh, there you go. You I mean, you know, I, well, I don't know though because that's the thing. He's it's, again, it's that thing where if you don't tie Batman in, if Batman doesn't make an appearance, yeah, what is he really? He's a guy <laughs> and he injects a lot of drugs and it makes him strong. Except if we're doing it by Joker rules, maybe he doesn't even inject any drugs that makes him strong. Maybe that's, he's just a guy strong. who had a bad childhood. And he had to escape from a well or whatever. No, a fridge. They should call it the it, kid. It's a fridge. Oh, it's a fridge. <laughs> the kid who had to escape from a well or a fridge. <laughs> Do you think it's too soon to be looking at Bane Origins, things as we got one, I guess, eight years ago now? Oh, we did too, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, that's a different Bane. And again, there's Joker movies every 14 minutes. Yes. So right. I guess it doesn't really matter, mm. does it? I don't know. I just think it's, is this the one? You know what you I mean? See, well, let's, Anything let's, can work. Yeah, so, because I don't, I don't, I never, I've never felt particularly enamoured by the Bane origin. Again, he's just a... The most interesting thing is that he broke Batman that one time. Exactly, right? Yeah. And he just came out of nowhere because they needed a new... Cool ca- dude. A new cool dude to do that, exactly. Mm, that's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's his, I mean, that's the splash page when he shows up. He's like, I'm the new cool dude. Whoa, we're just in time. We're looking for something like you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good that you're yeah, here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. okay. Oh my God, he's doing an ollie. <laughs> You really are the new cool 90s dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I think, who knows, this? there's been a lot of rumblings of mm. what a Warner Brothers going to do next with potentially off the back of Joker. Is this the idea that, that villains are more interesting than heroes? I wonder if that's the... I don't subscribe to that. No. I'm not saying they aren't. Yeah, right. Some of them, or well, they can be, obviously, yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. maybe a Mr. Freeze origin would be more interesting. But then what, what about if you did a movie? Hear me out. Stop me right. I'll stop you right there. You've struck gold. <laughs> what if they did a movie? What if they did like your heart of ice, Mr. Freeze, yes. but you do it from his perspective and Batman's inadvertently involved, you know? Like you see Bruce Wayne and he's like, uh-huh. good job, Mr. Freeze, before you're Mr. Freeze, Mr. Fries, <laughs> which is how he's saying yes. really well. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, you know, and you do it from that perspective mm. and you do a character study where it doesn't have to be a universe where Batman isn't there. Or isn't even a re- like doesn't exist yet. Maybe yeah, he right. does, mm-hmm. but the focus of the movie is not that. Okay, sure. Like it's like a side tale. You know, yeah. you get like a Gotham Police Department comic or whatever. You know, it's like Gotham Central. Yeah. Gotham Central. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess, but also, I don't necessarily. The th- the thing being is, if it's just you know the Heart of Ice storyline from the from the cartoon, yeah, then we're just seeing a live action version of that, yeah. And maybe I'm just and and that if I'm watching that I'm just in it for like the stylistic elements of like what is what does Mister Freeze look like what does his helmet look like what does his gun look like you got a big suit that sucks up diamonds or whatever exactly but but it's but that's not necessarily it it doesn't innovate it's not fresh kind yeah. of thing but if they go okay well we'll take that origin and we'll make it even better Joker style. I don't think you will because I think that's kind of the definitive <laughs> origin for Mr. Freeze. Yeah, okay, yeah, fair you enough. You know, because, it's, because Mr. Freeze isn't – he's not a guy who society 
you know, he—he's he, not a man who lives in a society. You know what I mean? I mean, he does live in a society. I mean, he lives in a society, but he doesn't live in the 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 society. But do you think that's what they're looking for? More men who are living in the the society? That made a billion dollars, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if you can just replicate that. I guess if you maybe maybe if you you know you lean it towards well, this is what capitalism did. It put his wife in a cryogenic tube, and then he was covered in icy goo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now he's striking back against striking capitalism back. Right, with, yeah, his, yeah. with a freeze gun. Mostly. With a freeze gun, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess that what I'm talking about, like a a movie that's tangentially linked to Batman. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Is Birds of Prey? That is the Suicide Squad. So they're yes. already kind of doing it, I guess, mm, yeah, aren't yeah. they? Anyway, to mixed results. Yeah, yeah. To mixed results. Uh, hot stuff. <laughs> hot stuff. Do you love? But well, that's the thing, I guess, is that they also went, okay, uh, let's get a, one of our most popular supporting characters, Harley Quinn. Let's yeah. put her in our own movie. Let's see how that goes. And uh, not not financially for, for a variety of reasons. Yeah. Not as financially successful no. as as Suicide Squad or what have you. And so the the end result, it, it, they they never seem to ask why did it was it not successful. They only say, well, it wasn't. Yes. So we're not doing this again. Yeah. I think it's largely marketing for that movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because yeah. what was it even, what did it even, what did it look like? Oh, you're preaching to the choir, James. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the director of that came out and made some very subtle remarks about how maybe they tweaked that movie more than she would have liked? To make it more comedic? I don't know. Because okay, she good. was very vague. We have all the information. And she might here. not have even been talking about that. She might have been talking about a different project. But I'm pre- presuming that that's Ooh. what it was actually about. Oh, my goodness. Am I still preaching to the choir? Ah, uh, no, you've lost me. Um. <laughs> well, I, I think I've got something that's going to pull your eye back in. Okay. Because this is via Murphy's Multiverse. I love it. Thank you. Just first of all, whoever you are, Murphy, I presume. Yep. I love your website. And the different dimensions you inhabit. I guess so, yeah. I hope that the logo is just like, it's, it's your fairly standard issue nerd, but mm-hmm. he's wearing different logo t-shirts. Yeah, right. And it's just, they exist in like a... Like some sort of multiversal helix or something like that. He's, in one, he's wearing a Marvel T-shirt. The other's wearing a DC T-shirt. That's cool. That's pretty cool, right? So uh, he's, the only two dimensions. Yeah. <laughs> he said Evan Peters is joining WandaVision in a key role. Evan Peters, who you might know, played Quicksilver in some of the X-Men movies. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's the character that they get in to do something, but then he either is busy so he can't contribute to the rest of the mm. movie or he gets injured somehow. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So... And speculation is running rampant mm-hmm. because WandaVision is all about jumping dimensions, yes. etc., so forth. Mm-hmm. Is he going to play, be playing a version of Quicksilver and they somehow create or jump over to a dimension, Yeah, right. the X-Men dimension? Is this the thing that finally introduces the X-Men? No, briefly, maybe. Briefly, maybe. I think it's, there's a, definitely a chance that they could hop over to that universe. Yeah. Quick, or maybe you just go, this is a universe that... Uh, Wanda briefly created in her mind and then destroyed, and that's the yeah, entire sure. X Men uh-huh. yeah, universe yeah, yeah, yeah. wiped out. Oh. I mean, again, this is this is we're, we're in a world of possibilities. It could also be, you know, they she it could be she briefly goes into that dimension mm. and then energies from the dimension leak into the regular dimension. And she's like, stop! Exactly. But it's too late. Mutants. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm. But I don't think this means he's going to come over as the new Quicksilver with the old Quicksilver no, dead no, or anything no. like that. <laughs> That'd really be doing Aaron Taylor Johnson dirty if that. I were don't like... think he even wants to come back. I think he's like, I'm done with that. I'm busy just thinking about that Godzilla movie I was in. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's what he's all about these days. <laughs> Why wasn't it R? <laughs> Why wasn't it an NC-17 Godzilla movie? I just wanted the way I wanted to die is just my eyeballs squirting out from between Godzilla's toes. That's you know? right. 
That's exactly right. I got and, done dirty. Yeah. Oh, that's one of the shows I'm really looking forward to. I know they're also talking about that all of these shows seem to be going back into production like yeah. this and Falcon and Winter Soldier yeah, yeah. and all of those. They get, they're ramping up again. Mm-hmm. And they also mentioned that Falcon and Winter Soldier, if it gets a second season, which, yeah, it almost <laughs> certainly will, they're going to retitle it. So it won't be the Falcon and Winter Soldier. It'll be like two Captain America boys or whatever it right. becomes, uh-huh. you know? So, yeah. Or the Falcon and a Captain America or a Captain America and a Oh, I get you. Okay, right, right, whatever, right, whatever right. they end up doing. Mm. Or Bucky's dead now and it's just Captain America. Or Falcon and Winter Soldier, brackets, they still haven't decided. <laughs> They're still fighting over it. Parentheses, the shield. Parentheses, it's a metaphor for the role of Captain America. It's just symbolic. Mm. But it's also literal. It's a literal shield. You have to have it if you're Captain America. I mean, yeah, you're Steve Rogers. Yeah. But these. He's not here, is he? Not here. He's in a he's, retirement home being yeah. like, I don't know what he does, <laughs> to be honest. Just being content. Mm. Just being content. Nice. Uh, last bit of news. This has got to be short, isn't it? That's all right. Is it? Look, man, I'm tired. <laughs> you've got I'm to, sorry. You've got, to, <laughs> you've got to go do baby stuff. Well, I, I understand. Do. I understand. Don't maybe worry. we'll come back and maybe we'll record something for this okay, later, sure. but yeah, maybe yeah. not. Okay. <laughs> Just Maybe this will be it. Uh. Uh, so... DC Comics has cut ties with Diamond Distributors. Oh, yes. So they are, of course, the company which had the monopoly Mm. on all of the distribution of comics, pretty much. They do all the image, all the Marvel, everything. They run a lot of, they ran a lot of publishing houses out of business, didn't they? They're like the mob, but for publishing, yes. And now they're like the mob, as in they've been taken over by far cooler criminal organizations. Is that what happened to the mob? I think so. I think they're still just the mob. Yeah, but I don't think there is like they're not hip and cool anymore. Right. I think you know you got your Sopranos and that's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's a good stuff. Uh-huh. And then you got some Australia mob stuff where it's just a bunch of Melbourne pricks killing each other, yep. mm-hmm. which they tried to make a big big deal of. But you know, if these twelve fuckwits want to kill each other, that's fine. I'm okay with that. <laughs> that's what a what a tale. Mm. What a story to tell. Just fuck with shooting each other. Anyway, sorry. I think what happened there is they committed to like five seasons of that. <laughs> yeah. And then they then they realised they only had one decent story to tell. <laughs> it's not a, and it's not a bad story, to be fair. Yeah. So, and what, what else I've got to say? So, yeah, so basically DC have cut ties and they're now going with Lunar Distributions and UCS Comic Distributors for periodical releases mm-hmm. and Penguin Random House for graphic novels and collected editions. Ooh. So they're putting their eggs in different baskets. Mm-hmm. That's going to start later this month. Uh, Diamond will be, will be fulfilling orders placed through June 1st. Uh-huh. Uh, and then that's, that, then that's it. Unless they decide to, you know, hold them back for some. Yeah, absolutely. Like the mob would. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, mm, I don't know if they can. Maybe they will. But the mob's not cool anymore. Haven't no, I established yes, that already? You very much established it, yes. I hope there's no one listening in the mob and being like, I'll show you what's cool. And they come to my house and what's a mob thing? Horse head in the bed? But if they did the horse head in the bed, I'd be like, we've seen this. We've seen it so many times. You know? But then maybe it's just a <laughs> Maybe classic. a horse body without the head. I'd be like, okay, you're mixing yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've thought of that now. So maybe, if I see that, I'm not going to be impressed. Maybe like a completely de-skeletonized horse. <laughs> like it's just a sack of horse. You're like, how do you even do that? <laughs> Wow. Wow. That's the something. mob's cool again. Yeah, right? Yeah. So I, 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 I think. Then later you get the skeleton. <laughs> like maybe it's been assembled in your living room. Yeah, You're like, well. good, wow. <laughs> so the, um, I think DC were blindsided by them not being able to fulfill these things because mm-hmm. comic distribution through a pandemic, that's something that can – still very much happen, I'd imagine. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, I know you still need hands on, on boots on the ground to get it done. Yeah, yeah. But you can still do digital stuff and all that. And I'd imagine 
DC were very upset yeah. if they're cutting ties to to make this move. So this is a pretty big deal, and I think it's probably for the better. I think so too. Yeah, maybe in the long run, but I don't know, and I've never known. What do you know? Also, nothing. Wow. You threw to me like I would know anything. That's <laughs> amazing. You are. You do have baby brain. <laughs> Like, said, what's this guy know? <laughs> <laughs> Is there any other news or are we just going to uh, uh, Let me find out. Jump over. Let me, let me check real quick. Mm. Bam, 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 bam. What I'll do is I'll check the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group because they're Planet often they're always like, way ahead of the curve. You want some hot tops? Some, you, do you want some hot tops? Exactly. It's a great group. If you want to jump in, please do. Please do. You know what I mean? Direct, do director's cuts make better films or video? That's in there. Mm. In summary. Yep. Sometimes. Sometimes they do. <laughs> There is an article here that mentions, um, posted by Tommy Gillies, talked about how 90% of theatres are expected to open for Christopher Nolan's Tenet, which could end up resulting in the movie actually being released. But also a lot of the major heavily populated areas like your LA's and your New York Mm -hmm. might not be part of that 90%. So it's still, I saw another article, which means that that might not go ahead because even though it's 90%, you need those key cities to kind of to make this oh, work. Yeah, right, 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 right. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so there's still very much. I've seen multiple articles this week that are like, Tanette's definitely coming out. And it's like, don't hold your horses. Hold your horse skeletons. So don't hold your horses? Don't, don't, yeah, I would say WTS. Oh, here's one for you. Yeah. This is from earlier in the week. Upgrade TV series sequel to Lee Winnell's oh, sci fi yeah. movie in the works at Blumhouse. What do you recommend about that, James, as an idea, as a concept? Ah, yeah, co created, executive produced by Winnell and Tim Walsh from Treadstone. Very exciting stuff. So, as a showrunner, this is from Deadline, so you know this is just the raw story, James. Hot stuff. Very exciting. Mm. Uh, In the writer's room, which is breaking stories and writing scripts for Upgrade's first season, Winnell and Walsh are joined by writer producers Crystal Ziv Houghton and James Rowland, who ran the second season of Blumhouse's TV USA network horror series, The Purge, Mm -hmm. also an offshoot from a Blumhouse movie title. So that's very exciting. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder. That's it's interesting because again, up, I, I, I like I liked Upgrade a lot, but it's a very it's a it's a it's a one and done, isn't it? Mm. Is it a continuation? I can't really tell. I think it is, and I believe that without spoiling, we, we might spoil Upgrade sure. here for a second in well, a second. The rather. device, the the system, the the upgrade. In yes, it, I think is supposed to jump to a different person. Oh, I believe right. that's the idea. I think I saw that in some of the uh, things. Okay, so it it maybe does it use up the, the previous host and then it has to move potentially, again. yeah. Oh, okay, right. Runs a bloody ragged mate. Yeah, that's right. And then moves on. Okay, so that's yeah, really there interesting. You go. It could be a quantum leap style, but horrifying quantum leap. Yeah, where it just it has to move to a it, it moves to another person's body and they have all sorts of personal problems and they have to yeah they, they need to solve. But it does he just he just murders people. He just murders people. Yeah, moves to an, the next body. I think there's also enough in that universe where you could definitely continue it. And oh yeah, it and, and also fine, yeah. again we had in in that seri- in that movie we had a whole bunch of people who have different mm. implants and cybernetic enhancements and stuff like that. And gun exactly. hands. Gun hands and such. So yeah. forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 
37,025. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. You got this. God damn it, son of a b- What the f- is happening here? Or sales. Now I prefer the don't you? And I'm sure you do too, because that's the sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. That's online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Set up Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands like Rothy's, Ruggable, Allbirds, Nix, Cotton, Magnolia, so many. Now, you might be thinking, sure, but migrating all of this is going to be a headache. Well, Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate your product, plus orders, customers, and more from every major e-commerce platform to Shopify. And look, maybe you're something like me. You know, you're one of those, don't put me in a box, people. I'm always saying that to people. I'm saying, don't put me in this box. If you put me in this box, I'm just going to have to get out of the box. You're wasting your time. Put the box away. And thankfully, with Shopify, this will never be the case because you get to control your brand and business. All of that is always in your hands from your storefront look to your back office operations. Because look, have you ever been checking out from an online store and you got to pull out your credit card, you type in all the numbers and you're like, oh, which, oh, this card's expired. Oh, where's that other, where's my wallet? Oh, Well, the Shopify store, it actually remembers your shipping address and payment information. So if, say, you're on the couch or I'm on the couch, we're on different couches, and my wallet's like, I, I don't even know where my wallet is, but it's somewhere else. Then I don't even have to get up. I can just stay there. I love not getting up. So stop leaving sales on the table. Switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Insert cha-ching sound effect. All right, okay, so we already know how ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online. We all know that. We don't need to get into it. But there is something you might not know. You can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. Now, maybe you're like me. 
you watch too much TV. People always say to you, James, you watch too much TV, you're ignoring your family. And maybe you get to the point where you've run out of stuff to watch on Netflix. But here's the thing, using ExpressVPN, I was able to take a look at a bunch of movies that are not available in my country. I changed my location to the UK, refreshed Netflix, and all of a sudden I could watch Dune, Top Gun Maverick, The Martian, Morbius. It was Morbin time, everyone. You see, ExpressVPN lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from over 100 countries. So just think of all the Netflix libraries that you can go through. Do you love Korean dramas? Use ExpressVPN to watch Parasite off South Korean Netflix. But it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works on any streaming service. Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube... You name it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason I use ExpressVPN to watch shows is because it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can stream in HD no problem. ExpressVPN also works on all your devices, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, so you can watch what you want on the go or on a big screen. So if you want to get access to hundreds of new shows and movies, use our link right now, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet where you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. We had a quick uh, five to six hour break in the middle there, didn't Should we, Mason? Now. now it's Weekly Planet After Dark. Absolutely it is. Now it's a bit sexier. It is. It would be, except you've got a kid in the room. Well, it's not very sexy, is no. it? You know, some people love this. Like a dad holding a baby, they're like, ooh, that's my jam. Oh, that's true. I think oh, you have to be yeah. a better looking dad, though. You have to be like a Jason Momoa or Ryan Gosling. Like a me, it's like, ugh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you well, know? We should test that as some sort of fun viral video. I think that would be, it'll be all like, you know, big. Big stinger title and all that sort of stuff. I'd be like, is this dad sexy enough for you not to vomit when you see him? It'd just be you out it on the street. Sh- it should be me struggling to fold up a pram or something like that. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. Let's, what, are you, what are you doing after the show? I've got time for this. Yeah, but actually, the good news is, because we're able to take that break, we've put together a topic. That's right. I mean, you would have probably known that from the title of uh, the episode oh, for let's this keep week. It, no, let's keep it quiet for a okay. let's, let's say that, Let's have the title be Just News. Then people are blown away. They'll be like hot stuff. Yeah, they're right. Won't well, people might, not read, not well, they, click on it then? Well, no? They might be like, yeah, I don't want to listen to this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How about I call it something like uh, Fan Theory's Hot Stuff? Nice. I think people will be fan really Fan Theory's into- Hot Stuff, Sexy Dads. <laughs> okay. Perfect. So we've actually done this before, uh, episode 234 or something like that. Collings was kind enough to send uh, across a list of the ones that we did cover. So we did do the joke from the Dark Knight is former military and ET is a Jedi. Uh, Kyle Reese is not John Connor's father, a bunch of things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think we did that Snowpiercer Willy Wonka one, but I feel like we need to mention it because <laughs> okay. I've been sent it quite a bit. And I have to watch that video to kind of explain it. And I'm just, I just, We're I'm not just, capable right I'm just now. not. No, I'm just, I'm just, right. just can't yeah, do it, yeah, yeah, Mason. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got a bunch of fan theories that we're going to run through. We put some up on patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Uh, we put it up on Twitter and, of course, we put it up in the Facebook Great Mates Now, what, what I like about a fan theory episode is mm. some of them are like sort of well-known established fan theories yeah. that, are, that are on the internet and people have made videos and like the Snowpiercer one, they've sure. made essays, that you know, all this sort of stuff, blog posts, and, you know, they've compared and contrasted with photos and video clips and they've put them side by side and whatever. And some of them are just people saw the call out and just are saying a random thing. Yes, absolutely. Which I really appreciate. I think it's their yeah. own headcanon. They're just like, absolutely. This, this is definitely the case. Just firing it off. Do you want me to kick it off or would you like to kick well, it look, off? Look, I've got one of the crazy ones from, this Love is from it. Will Shield. It says, 
Batman is actually a spirit or demon like Ghost Rider. It just finds a new billionaire linking all the Batman movies. <laughs> oh, that's terrific. I think that'd be very good. I oh think my. So they're just, they're just no good billionaires. They're just regular no good billionaires. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then Does he kill their parents? I guess it does, right? Because it gets them young. Oh, I was going to. Because they've all lost parents. I see what you're saying there. The way I, when I saw it initially, this particular one, my real thought was they're just existing billionaires. Mm. So it's like Elon Musk or whatever. Yeah. He's just out there building his batteries and calling yeah. people pedophiles. And then all of a sudden he's just up in one of his penthouses and the Batman spirit goes into his head and all of a sudden he's given the he's given the origin story. Oh, okay. He's like, oh. So he just thinks everybody calls him Bruce Wayne and all that, but yeah, he's so. not, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he's really just this. But he's an eccentric billionaire, so people let him get away with it. Yeah, right, because they're like, yeah, well, he's, he can do anything. He's not going to jail, is he? But I also like to think that, that this, this spirit also, like, tortures them yes it, it keeps teaching them that it keeps reminding them they're, they're terrible billionaires <laughs> it's the bat right it's the bat crashing through the, the window crash- that's yeah, gotta yeah, be yeah. it right uh-huh. yeah yeah i and love that theory butt. that's so great uh, i've got one that isn't it's not similar we're just gonna rapid fire these i <laughs> yeah, guess I some so, yeah. will get caught on but that's uh-huh. fine so marco on the facebook group says there was this theory that doc brown tried to commit suicide with the delorean but it accidentally worked instead because you know everything that guy makes doesn't work. Oh right, well, we okay, see that in sure. the past. But then he's got he's got the dog food machine. It's like some things do work. It's a dog food machine, and he's like, I tried to kill myself with the dog food machine, but I guess get being fed delicious dog food. <laughs> yum yum yum. There's the theory that also that mind reading device actually works because he kind of makes some vague approximations oh. that might be. Accurate, but it's. I think the idea is that none of his stuff really works. I but that would mean he attempted to kill his dog. Oh, that's <laughs> wow. Well, you can't get away with that in a Hollywood movie, can you? No. You feed it with the dog food machine. Yeah, absolutely. I would like to see a... How old is that dog? Like 20 plus? Yeah, maybe. It goes back to 1955 and Black to the Future is set in like the mid-80s. Yes. It's like a 30-year-old dog. It's a very old dog. He's doing that right, isn't he? Maybe that's what the dog food machine does. It <laughs> gives you an immortal dog. That's right, yeah. I was going to say, it, maybe the, the Back to the Future franchise could have gone in a whole different direction if they were like, all right, we're done with time travel. Now it's mind reading helmet. Now it's like they're different every single every single movie they give it's a different wacky invention that sort of works. They could call it let's get back to that mind reading helmet. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. What are we like? the third one's just the dog food machine. You know that dog right. food machine? Yeah. It's just that. Big business has stolen the dog food machine and it's gonna make everybody's dogs immortal. <laughs> And it's going to ruin the dog breeding industry, so they've got to stop it. I like the idea of a Back to the Future universe where it's the same characters but different inventions. I think that's really fun. I think it would be good. We're never getting a sequel until Robert Zemeckis dies. It's true. When when that that (laughs) happens. Fingers crossed, yeah. I mean, that's... As soon as he's out of the picture, we're getting another one. Oh, right? immediately. Yeah. I reckon it's probably ready to go. I reckon maybe yep. contracts have been signed behind his back and I, stuff. I think there's also a good chance that he'll be like, I had a good idea and we're doing one anyway. It, it wouldn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. I, I just wouldn't put anything off the table. Mm. Yeah. What else we got? It's a set on the Polar Express. <laughs> teaming up those universes. <laughs> wow, your baby vomit's really loud. <laughs> Uh, Jeremy says, not sure if this counts, but I think the resolution for Mysterio being alive in the next Spider-Man movie will be that he's using a stunt double at the end of Far From Home. If Mysterio did use a stunt double, that would also cancel out Peter murdered him as well. If they're like, prove that he was alive, it'd be, oh, that would true, get yeah. him off the hook. It, it, wouldn't, would, yeah. it wouldn't resolve his like, identity being revealed, but it would solve that. Mysterio is definitely coming back in some form, right? Because he's, so. he's a team. Like, he's not one guy, yeah, you right, know? Uh-huh. So... 
Oh, I see. Even if real Mysterio, yeah. even if even if Quentin Beck dies, yeah, because that machine with... can make anything. That is true. Yeah, and all the team got away. All the team got I away. Think. Some of the team. Unless got Shield away. ran them all up and shot them. Yeah, so they might have done. Yeah, but they were run by bloody Ben Mendo. He didn't know what was up. Remember? That's probably true. He was yeah. like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'd hate being Nick Fury. Yeah, I've <laughs> never shot a man in the back of the head. Mm, that's right. Yeah. So I'm You've got one. a lot to learn about being the head of Shield. Not wrong. Not wrong. Mm. Uh, well, I also read a theory recently that Quentin Beck never actually worked for Stark Industries. He oh, just, okay. He just snuck his way in. But I, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's some other guy who took over the identity of Quentin Beck. Uh, that's exactly it. Yeah. Who knows? It really? is exactly it. You're right, Jack. That's exactly it. Exactly I'm right. Happy to say it. Mm. We also had a few theories that didn't kind of work out in the last one because it was like we had like some end game theories because we did it before end game. So uh-huh. we got to be careful what we talk about because this will come back and bite us in the ass. We were like, you said that. Quentin Beck was actually a robot or whatever we said, but we didn't well, say to that. To be clear, we didn't say it, and also we don't stand by anything we say. Yeah, if not anything. Even, not even one thing. The people listening to this, you stand by what you say. and You're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> we got him. All right, I'm just going to put this baby, put her in a little crib. Saying this to you earlier, but like a sleeping baby, there's like nothing that looks more comfortable. Oh my god! Absolutely. And people spend just... their entire life trying to recapture that kind <laughs> of peace, just that blank mindset, just chasing the dragon yeah. of a good night's sleep. Yeah, and you can't anymore because your your body's all stretched out and, and warped from being <laughs> old. That's right, and gravity and whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah that's, that's right. It. You need you just need a memory foam and a yep. whatever. Does it still doesn't work? You can't. And if you because if you go to sleep thinking about literally anything that's happening in the world. Yep. You just wake up screaming. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's how everything's going. Yeah. How about this for a theory? I'm ready. It's from Connor. A darker Star Wars theory is that Anakin accidentally, though I wouldn't say accidentally, I would say probably on purpose, uh, using the force to make Padme love him over the course of episode two. Because at the start she's like, this guy's clearly yeah. insane. I knew him when he was a little kid. <laughs> it was weird. It's weird now. So just the idea that... I had to take him to go potty that one time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He shit his pants on the spaceship. Yeah, I mean, he th- still does it now, but I love him for some reason. <laughs> must be must be evil force magic. But that makes sense because yeah. why, why would she like him? He's right. insane. And there's a moment where he's like, I murdered everyone. And she's like, I love you. <laughs> yeah. That's not right. That's absolutely not yeah. right. Oh, she did wake up. Yeah, she's giving me the evil eye. Mate, if you're going to wake up, you need to give us some some content, all right? Start, we're starting you early on content. content. Mm, that's right. Uh, so <laughs> this is going to cut out a number of them, but I thought it's worth mentioning. Uh, yes. Sadok says, the main character was actually in a coma slash dreaming slash imagining all of it. Apply that to any story and you've got a fan theory. So that's like that's Joker gets true. in the fridge, the yeah. Breaking Bad that Walter White died in the car, which we know not to be true because there is a sequel, uh, unless that's also part of it, I guess. See, that's perfect. That's See, right. Every single time. Aliens, Ripley, everything after Aliens is Ripley in a space dream. But what if everything before Aliens is also in a space dream? Oh, my God. Right? Including AVP? Yep. Oh, great. Uh, Indiana Jones is actually a Han Solo fever dream when he's in Carbonite. So it's just, let's, that's all of yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Indiana Jones, when he comes out of the fridge, everything after that is... Because <laughs> he would have been incinerated. He's, he's dying of radiation poisoning. He's just dragging himself through that fake city and just, <laughs> just melting. And he's like, oh, but what if I had an adventure with an alien? And I had a son. I had a son and a legacy and I got married. Oh, my God. Nah, you're dead, mate. You yeah, died. You, you, di- you died. You died of rads. <laughs> and not a good kind of rads. Yeah, you're right. That's that's. There's a lot of that. You could do that for anything, really. You really could. I really enjoy that. What's that movie where it actually happens, though? The Jude Law movie? Uh, uh, Alfie. 
<laughs> it could be Alfie. You can do it with anything. I don't have cancer in me balls. <laughs> what's the- I don't have cancer in me bollocks. I mean, but what's what's the movie with him and Forrest Whitaker and it's like he gets and earlier on he gets captured and then oh. it turns out he was a, it was actually a dream. I don't know. It's like an action movie. Let me Alfie's look it up. an action movie. No, I mean action in terms of sexual action. Oh, sure. that's very true. <laughs> Who are we talking about? What's Jude Law. Jude Law. Is it say- the young pope? <laughs> is it the new Pope? Is it the Isn't he in a coma in the new Pope at the moment? Repo Man. Oh, yeah. Remember that right. one? Vaguely. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I hate a movie that's like, forget everything you knew because none of that. The movie Next, Repo Man. Yeah, yeah. There's a rom-com at the moment. The young Pope where he's in a coma. Netflix. Yeah. Maybe it's all a dream. Maybe the whole thing's been a dream. Maybe he was an old Pope the whole time. Maybe he was an altar boy the whole time. He just he dreamed of <laughs> oh, being a Pope. He had like a horrible experience. And oh, he's no. in a, yeah, okay, fair enough. Maybe. How about this one? This one's been around quite a long time, and I think Chris Pratt is like, I love this one. Josh says, the kid that Sam Neill talks to at the beginning of Jurassic Park with the raptor claw grows up to be Chris Pratt's character in Jurassic World, and that conversation is why he learned to respect the raptors. Oh, that's right. Is this the kid he's inexplicably quite rude to? Yeah, well, he hates Jurassic kids. Park, he's yeah. like, I hate kids, and this is how you'd be murdered. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love and also, just ever. FYI, all these dinosaurs would have feathers on them. So while you're being <laughs> murdered... They look ridiculous. You look ridiculous. Yeah, it's a, you exactly. I hope that the press do not get a photograph of you being murdered because it'll be on the <laughs> splashed on the front page, and you will look like an absolute goose. <laughs> this is one that I like a lot. Okay, uh, I, I I suspect we were going to do a moratorium on Willy Wonka stuff, but this is one I remember. Mm. Robert David has said Willy Wonka was expecting to lose kids along the way. His <laughs> modes of transport get progressively smaller. And the Oompa Loompa songs were choreographed, which I think is both of those things are true. Like well, it's it's not only that he expected it, he knew when each one was going to do it. Right. Because it's that happens in the order of whatevs. Unless he's got like I mean, you know, he might have a he might, he's probably got like a brain for logistics. Maybe he's got a bunch of different modes of transport. Yeah. Maybe he's like, I never want to seem like I'm wrong. Mm. So maybe sometimes he's got like a paddle boat and it's got six seats in it. <laughs> He can take some out. Yeah. So if like three kids, were I just killed, thought he had he different could... paddle boats. Not even taking seats out. Oh, maybe out. also maybe that's true. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe like what you know, he loses more kids than he was expecting. So like the paddle boat comes out and it's got like a scarf and a bag on some of the yeah some right. Of the yeah. So it's like oh, someone someone sitting there. It's not. I I know what I'm doing though. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Don't even worry about it. Because uh, he does. It's it's very much like fly by the seat of your pants. That's what it seems that he's doing. Yeah. yeah. But he's clearly not. Mm. What's with that room where everything's like half a chair and everything? Why even build that? What the fuck's wrong with you? Right. I do like the theory that he's a Nazi scientist. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what about this one from Colin? This one I really like. The vat the Joker fell into was a chemical attempt at a Lazarus pit, and that's why he keeps coming back and is crazy. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Because he's, after he falls in that, he's, I mean, his mind snaps where everybody knows the, yeah, the right. rough origin. Uh-huh. But what if it's not just that? Because everybody who comes out of the Lazarus pit, is crazy it's for not a bit, good. yeah. But unless it's a, a very poorly made one, and so he's crazy forever. Because they put bleach forever. in it. <laughs> they put bleach like, in it. This isn't anywhere near the top. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> let's just put a let's just put a ton of bleach in. Somebody it. Somebody peed in it, and they're like, "Well, what do we? What do we do? What do they? What happens when you pee in a pool? Do you <laughs> put bleach as a bleach? Okay, yeah, yeah cool, yeah. cool." So I quite like that theory. They put in um they put an aquarium cleaner. <laughs> so the Joker, in addition to being insane and a and a Horrendous murder. He also pees blue all the time. Oh. He can't help himself. He's got a big fishy mouth, doesn't he? Yeah, that's right. Mm, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, what about this one? I think it. I think there's a chance that something like this will happen in a future Star Wars movie. It's from Steven on Twitter. 
Ben Solo gives his life essence to save Ray. The dyad merged onto one person. That's partly why Ray's a Skywalker, because she's both Ray and Ben's essence. That's why we don't see Ben Solo's ghost at the end of the movie. He kind of isn't dead. He resides within Ray. Oh. I think he's such a fan favorite character yes. that when they eventually do sequels to these movies, mm-hmm. and they will, oh, yes. they will bring him back in some form. Also, they've established time travel in the Star Wars universe. That's true. They yeah. can do that. But the idea of you could snatch a body out of any point in time and put the new, his old mind in it from Ray and it's exactly. like Spock the, can put his mind the free, in the free Jack, uh, the free Jack averse. Exactly. Cause Spock, right. it's not, it's not the same universe. Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. Emilio Estevez. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Um, I know I'm that from ja- you. I'm free jacking this, this theory. <laughs> Everything I know from, about free Jack is from you. I have no idea what happens in free Jack. Just from, <laughs> just from our conversations. But the idea that, Oh, I can't remember what I was going to say. Hijacking people's bodies. Yeah, it's in Star Trek. I know it's not the same universe. Yeah, right. Or maybe it is because there's theories about that could be the uh-huh, same universe. Uh-huh. But, you know, Spock does it. He puts his mind oh, yeah, in, yeah. in bones. What, but what do you think, I guess, if you wanted to do that, you would have to lay the, um, you wouldn't have to. You'd have I to. I think it would be better if they laid the groundwork for a for a feasible way of doing that. Yeah. Like at this point you could very easily say, I'm back as a force ghost and, uh, you know, I'm here to give you advice. But yeah. you would think that they want to bring him back Mind and body, right? So how okay. do you do that? Do you use the cloning technology? Yeah, well, do that's you, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you could. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And then he comes out like Snoke. Just like <laughs> how how do you how do you like this? How do you like this, Ren fanboys? Oh, I don't how do you like, like it this much. gross, this like awful it. gross man? What do you like reckon? It. I don't like uh, you it. have to like it though. I like it a little bit. Yeah, I think a lot of Star Wars movies or movies in general are reactionary. So I think it could just be yeah, whatever, right. Uh-huh. Really. Yeah, it's just whatever's popular when the next one's comes out. I feel. Uh, Richard says all 80s and 90s Arnold characters are clones using his DNA from twins. <laughs> <laughs> so every single yeah, they're, they're all like super soldiers that they just throw out into the field to well, I mean, do that, stuff. You could also, One's a kindergarten teacher. You could also, also. tie in twins in the sixth day. Uh, that was my next thing, yeah. Absolutely. You could be like, oh. I mean, that would also involve time travel because you clone them and send them back. But maybe it's existing technology from the Twinsiverse. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, that's kind of, you know. So that means they made the character from Junior where he's a doctor and pregnant. That means yep. Jingle all the way. They're just like, this one's a dad. Sure, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Did they clone the kid or did they? <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Did they invent Turbo Man just so he had a, <laughs> a mission in mind? <laughs> I don't know. I would love a... It's all the same universe then. That means that all of these things, like the Predator and Commando and I guess Conan is like an apocalyptic future yeah, or something. Uh-huh. It's all the one universe and I love right. that. Yeah. Or, or they're all the descendant of Conan the Barbarian maybe. Mm. Like we don't like... Who knows how this how this system works? You really don't. What and then you've got that, that weird future gladiator one. Mm. It's like that would just be existing DNA that they, yeah, that yeah. they throw in and all those kinds of I things. I would watch a Twins 2 where Danny DeVito has been replaced by Arnold Schwarzenegger from the sixth day. So it's two Arnies. One's, one's, one's a man on the run and one's just a man in a big beige suit. Okay, i got some questions about Twins before we move on. Yes. They are going to make a sequel. It's called Triplets and it's going to have Eddie Murphy. That has been written. It has been confirmed that, it, yep. that it's in the works at the very least. But I want a prequel. It's just called One Guy and it's just Danny DeVito <laughs> and he's just running scams. Yeah, and he's, just, he's always just looking around being like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. His catchphrase would be like, who am I talking to here? I'm just one guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. This is from Ollie Robinson. Uh, yep. Uh, this is one I, I like, and it's a movie that I also like. 
but whenever I rewatch the movie, I don't. I never think of it. Occurs to me to to watch and and think about it. So I've never been able to confirm it. But maybe I'll do it later. Okay. It's Inception's ambiguous ending isn't actually one. So in Inception, you know whether you're dreaming or not because you have a totem. Yes. And Cobb's one allegedly is a little spinning top he has. Yeah. And he spins it, and if it stays up forever, he's in a dream. But if it falls over, he knows he's awake. Yeah. But the 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 theory is that his totem is actually his wedding ring. Oh, I've heard so, this one, yeah. So he, in his dreams he claims that he's still married. So if you see him wearing a ring, it's the dream. But he isn't wearing one at the end of the movie. It's not ambiguous. He is, in fact, I, in the real world at the end of the movie. I think that might be on purpose as well. I yeah, think well, that might be something Nolan that's, that's purposely the thing because I am, and, and it's also... Just ask him every time in an interview. That's what I'm talking about. He's, he's not the man who would entertain that because he... He's not endlessly on Twitter explaining yeah, exactly. the choices and that he makes. On a, he, I feel like we make a lot of assumptions about... Christopher Nolan. Because we don't know anything. We don't know what's, what's he, he doing. What's he doing? But, but the idea that uh, he, f- he feels like his, the era of movie making he likes is the era where not everything was spelled out. Yes. And, and they would just, people would put things in movies or TV shows and just never explain them. Yeah. And I feel like he's from that era where if you were like, hey, Christopher Nolan, is the totem really the thing? He'd be like, well, that's up to you. And that infuriates people because the, the spinning top thing as well infuriates people because people are like, well, was he awake or not awake? And it's like, well, Doesn't, that's the point. Uh, yeah. you, there's no definitive – like life, a lot of these yeah. things don't have a definitive ending. Exactly. And, so and you, you can choose to believe something and that's yeah. cool. So he would never – what I'm saying is he will never – Yeah. And that's the, that's why I like this one as a theory so much because it's also, like, well mm, – I also like that – because he's so paranoid about being trapped in a dream yes. and people stealing his secrets and thoughts and uh-huh. whatever, that he tells everybody that that's his totem, mm. knowing that he's got the backup one. Yeah, right. Yeah. Good movie, I think. Mm. Not I think. It probably is. <laughs> that's right. Um, you, you are making a stand right there. <laughs> this one's a very popular theory about the thing. It's from Matthew. Yes. Says Kurt, the whole thing was a thing's dream? Yeah. It's crashed down. I was like, boy, I hope I don't meet any mean men. <laughs> Flamethrowers, yeah. yeah, I'll tell you what. If one of them tries to defibrillate me, I'm going to bite some hands off, I'll tell you that much. Uh, the, you know at the end when he hands him a drink, Keith David? Yes. Keith David. The theory is, and this is very popular, that it's actually oil or petrol. Yes. And uh, says, uh, thus the laugh he does is because he knows he's found the thing. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, there's no way. I, it, I don't think that was intended when they made it. No. But no, I no. think if they ever did a sequel, which they did in the video game, Oh, right, yeah. But there was also talk that I remember a few years back that they were going to actually do a sequel with Kurt Russell and maybe they were like weathered from being caught in the snow for too long or whatever. But mm. now with de-aging, I mean, you wouldn't because it would cost way too much and it wouldn't make money. But you could make a proper sequel and just be like, it's set right after. I wish I wish we lived in the golden age of Hollywood where the people would just make movies that didn't make any money. <laughs> I know, right? The dream. Where it was like, I mean, it still make- happens by accident. Yeah, but- <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. Where it's just like, yeah, throw it at the wall, see what sticks, you know, maybe. Would you want a thing sequel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it would be interesting if you if you could set it in the modern day, say, mm. and the thing just went on to be, I know, pick a character. The president. Kurt, the president, sure. But like say Kurt Russell goes on to become a CEO and he's the thing. Like he, he kind of evolved. Yeah, He's right. like, well, this is how I take over. I become a billionaire. Kurt Russell. You wouldn't have to Kurt Russell, him. exactly. And that, it, that, that sort of shades of Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah. Sorry to bring that up, but uh, <laughs> I think it's a fine movie. It's, it's a okay. Fine, I think it's a fine movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just the idea of like, well, what do you do if if your immortal star ages? Yeah, you 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 ride around it. Works for me. Old Arnie, we'd never seen it before, had we? We'd never also, seen a it, clone yeah. from Twins or something. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this one. All right, because you're gonna give it. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> 
because I don't know any of the. De- this is this is a theory. This is a Harry Potter one, isn't it? No, this is based on a movie that I've never seen, nor have I seen the musical that it so was based on. So it's not the movie Free Jack. It's not the movie Free Jack. No, maybe I haven't seen the movie Free Jack. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. It's it's about the the movie Les Misérables. So have you seen Les Misérables? I've seen all versions of that. Yes. Have you really? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well then, I've on- maybe read some of the book also. Only you can tell me how entertaining this fan theory is because it's oh. quite long as well. Oh, God. <laughs> Cosette in Les Miserables is actually the child of Fantine and Jean Valjean. How? I don't know because I don't know who those characters are. Okay, I guess it's... You can cut this one out. I'm just trying to torture you. I guess it's possible, but they would have to have been in a relationship. Yes. For who long- are they? Uh, so <laughs> it's, too, it's too much for me to explain okay. it to you. <laughs> okay, have well, you seen any of it? No. No, I can't okay. explain All it right, to look, you. I'm just going to say, this is based in the song I Dreamed a Dream when Fantine says he was gone when autumn came as this matches with the time frame of Valjean's release from prison and then he's going into hiding oh. and the time jump between Valjean's release and the time we meet Fantine is the same age as Cosette. You know Cosette? what? That's actually solid. There you and go. Because also... He was a bad dude and God turned him around. Ah, like he was okay, a thief right. and he hated everybody and whatever. So Are we talking about Jackman or? Uh, all versions, really. No, I mean Jackman or, or uh, who was the other, who's the other actor in that movie? Uh, Russell Crowe. That's so not Russell Crowe. No. Okay. John Valjean is Jackman. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay. Or Liam Neeson if you're talking about the non-musical version from the late 90s. I was. <laughs> Great. Uh, what about this one? I like this theory. Um mm-hmm. This is from Josh and also Spencer. He's got kind of a follow-up one. A theory I love but don't believe is Ron Bulldore, where Albus Dumbledore is a time-traveling Ron Weasley. Oh, yes. Right. Spencer follows that up by saying Dumbledore dies at some point and Ron Weasley uses the time-turner in the future to go to the past to become Dumbledore, which might explain also the The, the shift, actor change. The actor change. Yeah, right, uh-huh. I don't believe Ron is competent enough a wizard to do that. Right. But also yet, yet exactly. Mm. And the book version probably more so. And there is alternate futures and timelines from the from the stage show. Mm-hmm. So it's not impossible, mm-hmm. but I would say probably not. Okay, right. And also not definitely not. Until JK Rowling on Twitter is just like, yeah, what whatever. Which is the opposite. Of, uh, when she accidentally cuts it, what will happen is she'll accidentally cut and paste a piece of a you know new new manuscript of a new book into into Twitter and accidentally exactly. it at somebody. Yeah, so there you go. There's yes. a bunch of Harry Potter ones, but I I pick. I thought I got to pick at least one. Do you like the show Friends, Mason? I love the show Friends. But do you prefer the show Friends or Seinfeld? Where do you stand on that? Seinfeld, no question. That's right. That's correct. That's the right. I answer. thought you were going to say, what I, do I prefer the do I prefer the show Friends or Friends or Rom the band? Oh, that's a the different question. Yeah, well, Rom, it's yeah. a good band, isn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. So this Americans is, out there, go to Spotify, look up the band Friends or Rom. Yes, you'll be pleasantly surprised. Franco on American, you got to love it. That's no effects. That's no effects. Never had so much fun. That's a good friends or yes. Rom. There yes. you go. Uh-huh. Uh Mahaley says Phoebe is at. Oh, what? Curious. Friends or Seinfeld people. Oh yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, let's uh, know. Phoebe is actually. Well, we want to know what kind of what kind of crowd we got. Yeah, absolutely. Have we got a bunch of Joeys or have we got a bunch of Chandlers? Mm. <laughs> One of them is Seinfeld, I That's think. That's very true. Uh, Phoebe is actually a homeless drug addict looking in the window of Central Perk and imagining the life of five friends and the one she would share with them. This is another all a dream scenario. Yes. So she's been out there for a decade. Oh, they snuck it? one in. I didn't even notice. Yeah, sure I thought they covered yeah. the ball. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, well, I know because she has had life on the streets and you no know, troubles and she grew up an orphan and all of those kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. I believe. So, yeah, that's where we're at with that. Mm. Are you into it or are you been to it? We should have done a rating system. It's too late now, isn't it? 
Are you been to it? I'm, I'm, I think I've been to it. Yeah, it's too sad also. <laughs> it's very sad, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one we've talked about before, but why not? Uh, Jeweler says Tom Hardy Mad Max is Boomerang Kid Mad Max from Mad Max 2. Yeah, right. The dog boy. Mm-hmm. So I... Th- all the Mad Max movies appear to be set in different universes. Yes, Like exactly. they're loosely connected and mm. it's clearly supposed to be the same character, but George Miller is not really hung up on continuity or any no. of that, which I don't have a problem with because uh-huh. they all sort of stand on their own anyway. Would you like to see sequels to all the Mad Max movies, mm. but just from that, their individual universes? So we get a Mad Max 2, <laughs> but it's the sequel to the original Mad Max that's just set in <laughs> Dandenong or wherever it's set. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So no sand is what you're saying. No sand, no sand, no sand at all, exactly. There's no water crisis, there's no nothing. Yeah, it's, it's just, just highway patrols, cars. It's just, him, it's, just, it's just him doing a highway patrol and occasionally people ask him about that time. That, you know, he, 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 <laughs> His family were run over? Yeah. And he, and, he, and he handcuffed that dude to a car? That's right, And yes. was like, saw your leg off, mate. Yeah. And then, the, and yeah, and that, I guess Saw could also be the, in the same universe. Saw could be the sequel because Saw borrowed that idea. Oh, to, saw you, to saw your leg off. That's true. That's why it's called saw. It should have been called saw your leg off. <laughs> Getting a lot I of posters you, I out there. I bet you won't. <laughs> I bet you won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of poster work this week. And there's just a guy behind the two wave. Oh, you know, it's just because he, he's on the he's on the ground in Saw. He's just, yeah. He spends the whole movie on the ground pretending to be a dead body, and it's just a quick pan to him every. The director's cuts a quick pan to him every two minutes, going like, Psh, as if you would, you wouldn't, as if you're gonna. Oh, he did it. He did it. He did it. I didn't think he was gonna do it. He did it. I wish someone else was here, but I've killed everyone. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but so I I like that that Tom Hardy is is the, the boomerang boy because he would have, I know he's got like the same injury and he's got the family, but it's also, yeah. but also his family is different than the previous Mad Max's family. Yes, they yes. kind of f- play fast and loose with yeah. the kids that he has in it. Also, I would guess that uh, breaking your legs are fairly common injury. In oh, this huh, yeah. And he probably saw the Mad Max leg brace and went, I could do that. Same with the jacket and the gun. He's like, yeah, right. that dude was like the coolest fucking dude I've ever seen. He so that's my look. He probably doesn't even need the leg brace. He's probably just like, I'll make my own as a just, fashion statement. Yeah, and he just switches it every day. It's, just, like, uh, it's like glasses that don't have any lenses in them. <laughs> yeah, that's it's right, like, exactly. It's a fashion leg brace. <laughs> well, this he is, looks great. That, speaking of, I nearly went, thank you. <laughs> uh, this is from James Weir. This is also Mad Max. Uh, the Mad Max wasteland exists outside of Mega City 1 from Judge Dredd. Oh, yeah, I like that a lot. So, yeah. so in, in, the, in the Judge Dreddiverse, and I'm not sure if we're talking about the movie or the, the comic book. Which movie? The Stallone yeah, one. The Stallone one. Yeah. But... Um, there's Mega City One, which is the super high tech, super huge, super mm. overpopulated city. And then if, but if you leave Mega City One, outside is the Cursed Earth, yes. which is just sort of a blasted atomic wasteland, which yeah. is uh, pretty much the Mad Max. Universe. Yeah, that's not so. Wrong. Again, obviously, you could say like anything's out there. You could say yeah. Dune is out there. Oh. You could say anything out. Is anything's out you there? You could say out there is all a dream. <laughs> you could say that. And every, you? you could say that outside of Mega City One, there's a hospital, and everybody in the hospital's in a coma having a dream. <laughs> but you're right. I'm, again, I, I, I'm only the only the sort of Mad Max Two and up could be out there. I feel again, just yeah, like it wouldn't be Mega yep. City One, and then out outside of Mega City One is just Ballarat again, or whatever. It's Ballarat. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kyneton. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. There's a local reference it's, for you. Um, Cooper Pedy? Yeah, Cooper Pedy would do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laverton <laughs> yeah, near right. the airport. Bacchus Marsh. Bacchus Marsh. Yeah. yeah. Mm, here we go. 
what about this one? I quite like this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, DB something, speaking of The Office. Uh, I heard that Toby from The American Office is the Scranton Strangler, and i got to say I'd be okay with that in my headcanon thoughts. Toby ends up being on the uh, the jury for the Scranton Strangler. Oh. So it's also, I mean, there's a number of theories behind this because he's a weird creep for one, but other reasons. But if he's on the jury. And Toby's he, the one who's always like. The HR guy. He's always like. Oh, Michael oh. hates him. Yeah. Yes, yes. But the idea also that he, if he was on the jury, perhaps he could influence them to, to pin it on this other this guy. Other guy yeah. There are other theories I oh. don't have in front of me about that, but I, I quite like that I, one. I very much, in, the, what I like about this kind of fan theory is the idea that the office, while it, you know, the office swings from like goofy to like poignant, poignant, romantic, and bittersweet, and you know, yes, what's what's life all about, and careers, and is it all worth it kind of thing. Yes, that's, that's the that's the thrust of the show, but also, but the but the producers put in a little thing about a about about one of the main characters being a, a horrible serial killer. They put <laughs> yeah, it in just for the real fans, you know. <laughs> Uh, I, actually, I got speaking of sitcoms, this is quite a quite good one from Roy on the Patreon. Mm. I read one that Malcolm from Malcolm in the Middle is Walter White. We never know the family's surname. He has a keen interest in chemistry. He would go up to look like his dad, played by Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. He has a strong bond with her grandfather, Walter. So, yeah, I mean, it, the timeline is not not right, so I the guess. The grandfather is Walter. I guess. I don't Maybe know. that is Walter White. Yeah. How about this? This is the new... You this serious? is the new every it's all a dream. Okay. It's anybody in Malcolm in the Middle could potentially be Walter White for Breaking Bad. <laughs> they either grew up to become him or they were him and they Even changed their Craig? Own. Yeah, whoever that is, absolutely. <laughs> Terrific. Oh my goodness. Uh what are, are we you confused as a kid when you'd watch a TV show and a character was called Craig? Yeah, like, like what's what kind Craig? of what kind of name is Craig? Yeah, we say Craig. We say Greg. <laughs> we say Greg. <laughs> if we're thinking of Greg, yes, it's true. Yeah. We also say Graham. Yes, we do. What do they Graham. say? They say Graham. Graham, like Graham crackers, like Graham crackers. Oh my but goodness, Graham crackers. <laughs> Graham. Go to your local supermarket and be like, "Excuse me, sir, might I have a box of Graham crackers? <laughs> They'll help you. Uh, uh, might I have a Graham biscuit, please?" <laughs> One container of Graham biscuits, thank you. Uh, Gareth has said, Boba Fett is the person that killed Owen and Baru. Beta wanted to interrogate the residents from the farm to find the droids and, and not have them killed. That's why he specifically told Fett no disintegrations when he sends the bounty hunters after Han and co. Oh I, I, would, I think maybe an old canon there were hints towards that. Probably yeah, right. not. I don't, okay. know. I don't know where anything's at with Star Wars anymore. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, that's not... I mean, he's on, he was on Tatooine as well. That's true. So he could have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I like it. I also like it, yeah. Because he's a dumbass. <laughs> he would do <laughs> he that. He probably didn't even mean to do it. <laughs> no, that's They're right. probably like, can you go and ask them some questions? Yeah. He's like, disintegrate him. Got it. I'm surprised he got the right house, if I'm honest. Maybe he didn't get the right house. Maybe he was, maybe he was completely unrelated. Maybe he was sent to deliver a package to the, ne- to the next house miles yes. over. He yes. just showed up and he's like, all right. Maybe maybe he stumbled and he dropped the box of glass, you know, a glass bottle mm. of blue milk or whatever, and he's like, "Well, I've got to disintegrate everyone now." <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! So I'm just or also- it's like I'm ashamed. I'm going to disintegrate myself, <laughs> and he accidentally disintegrated. Like glow in an Arboru. So I just I'm just also looking at my phone because I can't get the Facebook page to load properly. Oh so I'm just oh, you're a real one man band over there for people who can't see this, which is everyone, <laughs> literally everyone on earth except me. Uh, you are you are on your phone, you're on your computer, and you're also sort of like nudging your baby's bed with your foot. Like a, like a crack at a symbol or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. exactly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
lot of people have talked about uh, Bigger Luke. Mm, that oh, is yeah. a theory we've talked about before. That's from the last episode we, we did. did. It's true. So I'm not going to get into it. But basically there's – it's a Luke clone theory. You can look <laughs> into it. But uh, it's one of my favourite Star Wars theories. You can look theories. into it by listening to that episode of the podcast. Absolutely you can. Mm. I actually have one more, but okay. uh, do you have any more before I get onto that uh, one? It's a good one too. Well, look, here's, look I'm, I'm sure I can find one, but of course somebody's written here. Tom, Tomas McCoy has written, what about Greece? Theory is Sandy died at the beginning. Of course you did. Yeah, I've, I've heard also like they both die because it's all a weird <laughs> hyper-reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but if the... they died, is it their heaven? Wow, imagine your or heaven. Or is Frenchie imagining imagine, it? Imagine your heaven. <laughs> is there a character is... called Frenchie in that? <laughs> Grace. Imagine your heaven is going back to school. Yeah. Yeah. I think for some people it is. Mm. My advice for people in school, don't peek in school. <laughs> Just do, be- do something better. Uh, William Egan has written, Ash Ketchum died in the first episode of Pokemon, which is why he doesn't age in the show. That's the only reason. <laughs> so what are his, his adventures are all post-mortem, yes. Yeah, okay. But also, having not seen the first episode of Pokemon, <laughs> is there a scene where he narrowly avoids his own death? There's a th- scene where he shoots himself. Oh, God. <laughs> there's, there's, a scene, I- <laughs> there's, there's a scene where his wife shows up, the Sixth Sense style, and shoots him. <laughs> And then, like, then it just cuts to six months later and he's like, well, I've changed my life and I'm a Pokemon trainer now. <laughs> I think you mean Donnie Wahlberg. But oh, whatever. It doesn't matter, know. does it? No, it absolutely does not. Donnie Wahlberg got so skinny for that movie. Mm. So do you want my last one? Yes, please. From Cam says, John Wick is just a training program for Neo. Oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. So that whole – because we don't really know how long the trading programs take. In the yeah. video game Path of Neo, which is fantastic, mm-hmm. he you go in and you do all the kung fu and you do levels and stuff. Yeah, huh. So I guess it would make sense that in in real time – like in real time it's like seconds, but maybe he lives out this whole life of this guy whose wife dies and his dog dies and, and then he <laughs> yeah. goes on several adventures. What does that teach him though? Can't just fighting, but it's, it's the motivation to get good at fighting because it's why you endeavor to. No, wait a minute, because yes. he already knows how to fight at the start of those movies. Yep. So is it just trauma? Is it trauma maybe training? It is. Yeah, maybe it's trauma training. <laughs> that doesn't work at all. No, nope, it's bad. It's bad and weird. I, no, I like it. I still like it. Yeah. Mm. This is another. This is from. Uh, this is from Alex McKinney, and he's linked to a Reddit. Uh, article, so you know it must be true. true. Uh, it says this is another office one. In the office, the accountants were laundering money. Oh, mate, I saw that, and I'm like, I can't get into this like okay. whole Reddit thread right now. Well, I'm gonna have a quick, but I love I'm the have idea a quick of it. browse of it. Sure, and just I want to see. I want. I want to see. Uh, uh, one of the. It says this is this is from our fan theories from Burn Notice Lover. So you know he likes quality television. One of the many odd things about Dunder Mifflin Scranton is that there are three accounts doing a job that could easily be done by one. Yeah, or an offsite like person doing yeah, it right, on a program. Right, right. Yeah. He says, I think that's because a small part of Dunder Mifflin is involved in some sort of criminal business and Angela, Oscar, and Kevin are all involved. <laughs> uh, I think Kevin maybe unwittingly. Uh-huh. Yeah, because he well, doesn't so, know. Apparently the evidence to white suspicions, unrealistically high profits for a small town paper business. Sure. It's the only branch that does well. Oh, really? Okay. Out of the Interesting. Whole, okay. Yeah. But that's because they're all good friends and they work together. Maybe. And then... I could imagine that Angela would be running that and they wouldn't know. Oh, I see. You think yeah. so? Angela or Oscar could do it unless Kevin's doing the long con and he's not really a stupid mm. idiot man. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. Uh, no, point three, uh, precedent for upper management turning a blind eye towards unethical illegal practices. Sure. Number four, behavior of the accountants. Yep. Angela's very tightly wound, extremely irritable all of the time because mm-hmm. she's stressed out about being caught. Yeah. Kevin's a good gambler. 
Uh, Oscar is one of the few normal people in the office and he doesn't react to the cameras because he knows the best way to go unnoticed is just to play it cool. Very true. And five post-documentary careers. Once the cameras are gone, Oscar runs for office, Angela marries Dwight and Kevin runs a bar. Yeah, Kevin gets fired. But I think at that point, if he's laundering money, he's like, I don't care. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Kevin explains how he got the bar, but the story is idiotic. He claims that so many people wanted to buy him drinks, the bar decided it was cheaper to make him a partner. I think that Kevin just bought a bar with his dirty money and made that story up. Oh my God, he Ozarked it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Angela is married to Dwight, who runs a successful farm, so she doesn't need to use her cash. Okay. Yeah, because you could say a lot of that stuff is stuff you sell at farmer's markets for cash. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the beets that he sells. Exactly, yeah. Mm. There you go. Well, that's, that's a good that's one. That's a great theory. Again, I, I love the idea of just a nice... Just a nice sitcom that's supposed to make you feel good yeah. about your lot in life and you and you watch it and you go, yeah, it's, 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 oh my God. these guys are Ozarking it. <laughs> they're Ozarking it and they're Dextering it. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Uh, I think that's that's all the fan theories we've got though. I love these though. We should do this more often. I think we should, yeah. Yeah, or at least once every hundred episodes. What happens? Yeah, exactly. What what happens is if we say, can you have some, can we can we get some fan theories? And we get so many that we're like, Oh, no, we've made a mistake. Yeah. There's too many fan theories. Let's not think about this ever again. And, and sometimes we're like, people haven't thought that through. Yeah. And then you look at it and you know, no, that's actually, oh. that's actually brilliant. Well, we were going to do Rick and Morty fan theories. And I'm like, I don't want to be like, so Pickle Rick is, <laughs> so the real Rick was a, there's a dement, Morty went to, the clone of Morty's mum was, Rick, was Rick's mum. No, Rick, Rick is Morty's pickle. <laughs> and he got his pickles sewed onto Morty's dick. So Morty's dick is a pickle. And <laughs> I would listen to that for an hour, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> What I would, you know, what I would, what we'd have to do would just get you talking, and then I put flashcards with with char- various characters on them, and maybe yeah. keywords, yeah. and then you just have to integrate it into your theory. Jerry is pickle Rick. <laughs> there's a Jerry. There's a pickle Jerry. Is because there's a pickle Jerry universe where Jerry is, is pickle Rick. But mm-hmm. <laughs> oh god, yes, precisely. Uh, so yeah, but if you do have any fan theories, leave them below, or if yes, you have, uh, or wherever this is, wherever this goes up, this might be a video this week. I think so. That's cool, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> And if it is a video, thanks for watching, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the next segment of the show, Mason. Oh, it's what we read and what we're going to read. What we're going to read. Yay. Yay. Sorry for my baby, everybody, but what do you want me to do? Oh, is that? What do that, you want me to do? What do you say to the baby when the baby makes noise? Do you go, yay? Was <laughs> no, this your general no, enthusiasm? No, that's my general enthusiasm. <laughs> okay, that was really good. Yeah, that would, that would be, that's not a bad idea, though. Just some positive reinforcement. I'm the just trying to find is. this fucking theme. Here we are. Found it. <laughs> James, there is a baby in the room, <laughs> a baby who does not comprehend anything. <laughs> you got to pick the point from when to not um, swear in front of your baby. But I also have a theory yes. that in the future, this is insane, by the way. Oh, <laughs> just, this is your fan theory. Just bear, just bear in mind that it uh, that there'll be a, a form of technology in the future where people will be able to be able to perfectly recall memories through some oh, sort of machine. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. she could come back in time and just listen to this and just be like, "My dad was insane." Oh, yeah. Like he kept it kind of pretty <laughs> – yeah. he kept it kind of together when I'm around. I mean he's more insane now <laughs> in this crazy future we live in. But Yeah, but yeah, I can see the scenes. Oh, look, I, I can I, – you know, there are people out there that seem to have perfect recall. I mm. mean, you know, just transfer that to an app. Yeah. Yeah, oh, my <laughs> just, God. It's as easy as that. That's just, right. Just put it in an app. Man, I've said so many mean things to your other kid as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you give the finger to, to my children when they're really little. Yeah, I really do, yeah. <laughs> I enjoy it. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> but you stop doing it to my kid, other kid now. Because he knows. He, he would knows figure it out. He'd, be like, he'd start doing it to you. He'd be like, what does this mean? All right, here we go. What are we reading? I'm doing the thing. Westworld. I'll never forget. 
I'll never forget. <laughs> Have I broken you on this? No, you seem good. to be finding I, it funnier every week. I enjoy it a lot. What well, I enjoyed you, is because, you know, surely we, we, we're probably getting, you know, new listeners every once in a while. You know, people who are like, oh, I'm stuck at home. I would like to listen to a new podcast. Yeah. And then this happens and you just scream Westworld. Even though we haven't talked about Westworld in weeks. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. That's so very what you, cool. What are you Westworlding today? This week I'm Westworlding. I started on The Great, which uh, it feels, that, like, yeah. feels like a suggestible kind of. It is. I've already talked about, about it. Actually. Suggestible. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm on that, so it's Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt, and it's the story of Catherine the Great, the, yeah. the great uh, Russian empress, I guess. And it's very. Don't read the Wikipedia. Seems <laughs> not accurate. It's this show seems no. Not it's accurate. wildly inaccurate. <laughs> but do you like it? I do like it. It's yeah, fun. I like it a lot. Yeah. 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 It's kind of because it is by the same creators of uh, the one with Olivia Coleman. She won the Oscar for it. Did you say that already? I did say no, but I just said it now. Mm, no, I said it. <laughs> oh, it's okay, cool. I, that was me who reminded yeah, you yeah, of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's on Stan here. I don't know where it is it's anywhere else. It's on Hulu, else. I checked. Okay, great. True. Yeah. Also, I'm going to watch a couple of things. Uh, in Australia, Amazon Prime currently has, they've just started, they've just put on um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, like right. All thir- 13, Are you up to date? No, I'm not up to date. That's yeah. things I'm going to get into that. I'm I got up to date last year. It's I'm, so good. I'm years behind. Yeah. What are they up to? Like 13? Yeah, there's 13 15, seasons. 15 maybe? There's I don't 13 know. seasons on, on Amazon. So yeah. if It's now the longest running live action show or something. Makes sense. Yeah. But I guess that doesn't, doesn't mean, or it might be sitcom because Doctor Who, but that's been cancelled multiple times. I don't know what counts anymore <laughs> or anything, neither do I. Well, I'm going to get into that. But also something just came up on Netflix today mm. and I really enjoyed the comic book when it came out. Uh, it's the last days of American crime. Apparently, it's atrocious. It looks, it looks atrocious. They see that's it's really thing. sad. It looks bad. Yeah. But the for people who don't, I think I mentioned. It's also really long. I went to start. It's two I'm and a like, half hours. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I think I've mentioned the comic book on the podcast, but it's basically yeah. the the American government decides sick of all this crime, so it builds a device that projects a signal around the the United States, and if it if it affects your brain. Mm. Uh, or when it when it when you're in range of the signal, you can't commit crimes. Yeah. Like it, you, your brain won't let you commit crimes. Mm. So it's going to be it's going to be brought into wide use. And so a, bu- a bunch of people are like, we should commit one last crime before. It's going to be cool. Yeah, it's going to be real cool. I We're going to get back one. on that comment because I started it and yeah. I got to finish it. It's a, yeah. it's a good one. But yeah. uh, I watched the trailer for this and I'm like, I don't know if mm, it's going to be good. What is this? Yeah. Yeah. That's a shame. I'd like to watch it, but. I feel like I'm going to watch something that I like. Well, instead. that's the thing. It looks. It. I know. That's the thing. And I want it to be good. I'm going to give it a yeah. try. But I feel like it might just be yeah. generic Netflix. Yeah. Sort of sci-fi. You yeah. Know, they're, they're, they're really like. Well, you know, let's put some money into mm. just a bunch of sci-fi premises that look like the modern day, more or less. Yes. <laughs> so we don't have to spend that much money. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so that's pretty, pretty cool and fun. I'm just going to. I'm going to mention Primates has a live stream, or have done a live stream by now, mm-hmm. of their very last episode, episode 100. Matt for Stewart. Now. That's right. For now, uh, so you can you can. I'll link that below. But you yeah, you can you can chip in a couple of bloody bucks, mate, to get that's to right, look into yeah. that. So Matt you, and Matt and Evan. Uh, you might see a couple of cameos from a couple of familiar faces, like celebrities. Us. Oh, never not mind. like celebrities. Oh, no. that's a shame. That's a real. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it's a real blow. But still, it could be episode would still be fun. I bet. Oh, it's still yeah, it's terrific. It's a terrific show. So yeah, please swing by for that. I'm also back on deceased because it's got an in betweenful series called uh, Hope at World's End. It's Tom Taylor, Renata Gudez, and Rex Locus. So there's a time jump in between a couple of those issues, and mm-hmm. this fills in the gap. And a lot of it is from Jimmy Olsen's perspective. 
I so like he's like, awesome, there's oh, too yeah. many weird creatures. I don't like it. <laughs> that sounds just And he's like mates him. with Superman, like Superman turns up to save him. And he's like, Jimmy, why didn't you use your, your watch that I give you? And Jimmy's like, I didn't want to bother you because you're probably also, I busy. For- I forgot how it works. <laughs> yeah, that's I right. forgot it had that feature in it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. so this is this is actually we shouldn't uh, spoil. We won't spoil it, but yes, yeah. it's in the it's in the middle. It's yes, in the middle. okay, yeah. right. So it's a great series, and I yeah. and maybe we've got a caravan of garbage coming up on it that we recorded what seems like years ago. That's right, before deceased came out. It's just yes, speculation it's, it's what the just series like, could be. Yeah, what is deceased? What does that even mean? That's right. Uh, anything else before we move on? That's about it for now. Uh, let's do some letters. Let's do some letters. Classic one was letters. Oh, letters. We love you. Some letters. They're only a day away. I know they're here right now. We're going to do letters. If you don't want to reach us through hashtag weeklyplanetpod at Twitter or weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. Got a bunch of them this week because last week I mentioned, like, we don't get that many. Even rando Jake the Peg says, do you know that song Jake the Peg? With the extra leg? No, Mason. Uh, Rolf Harris used to sing it, but don't worry about him. He's a pedophile. Oh, anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel bad that James keeps begging for tweets, so here you go. That's oh. true. You should, feel, you should feel bad. I'm a pathetic human being. Uh, <laughs> Isaac says, hey, you guys are my favorite podcast. Do you all think that movies are moving in the direction of video games, such as releasing uh, with more urgency and then repairing in post and streaming extras DLC style? Kind it's an of. interesting perspective. Yeah, yeah. Some, mm. some of them seem to be, mm. and it seems to be. Again, it's you know, it's not it's not uh, the Peanut Butter Falcon that's coming out, and it's you know, it's yeah. they're, they're patching it halfway. Yeah. It's, it's it's your movies that are tending towards big blockbusters anyway. It's your mm. you know, and and again, that that is it must be a deliberate strategy at this point, surely. Yeah, of like, well, we'll we'll release this movie, and some of it won't make any sense, but you watch it because things explode. Yes, but then when the home video release comes out, then we'll fill in all the gaps. Won't yeah, we? you know. God, that's exhausting to think about that, isn't it? I hate it. Just to be like, what if we filled in like a Michael Bay film? Like with, like, oh, with more stuff. God, yeah, yeah it's well. so long. Uh-huh. But yeah, I think I don't think it's a wise strategy, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that that's not going to happen. I think because it used to be that you'd sell your DVD with your bonuses and your extras and your yeah, deleted uh-huh. scenes and that was how you'd get people in. Yes. But this might just be the new version of that. Yeah. You know, and now that we've talked about this, I talked about this with Claire on my less successful podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be weird if that podcast got more successful than I had to switch that up? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that happening? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's growing. It's definitely growing. Okay. But uh, yeah, so, but they're putting all the extra stuff on like Disney Plus. They do, do like streaming service. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Uh, like bonus features and stuff, which, mm. is, which is cool. But no, I, I don't really have an answer to that other than I think that's a very interesting observation. So yeah. What about yeah, you? I don't know. And again, like, but but that's the. And I I also feel like in in terms of like you know video games are often shipped incomplete because they have the. I mean that's what that's what movies for the most part have have over video games. Mm. The video games will ship yeah incomplete all the time yeah. And then it's like, well, this is barely playable, and we didn't give you any of the features you wanted. Mm. Wait a month, and we'll we'll patch yeah, that for or you. Or longer. The only thing that I can really think of that's been patched post release is Cats yes. allegedly, but. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't... I, I, George Lucas patched Star Wars. Oh, really? Yeah, the original Star Wars and maybe even some other ones. Huh. But, yeah, he changed some stuff. I don't feel like the movie industry would survive as well if they're like... Because mm. people aren't going to go, well, I'll rush out. They'll be like, well, I'll wait till they fix it. Yeah, yeah. I don't mm. think people are going to be like... Because I guess at the very least with, with video games, if it's not finished, at least you're just in your house and you can, you've can you paid for it once and you can yeah. kind of muck around on it, whatever whatever they've given you. Sure. But if, if you're like, well, I'm going to... I have to make a night of it and I have to pay 20 bucks and go yeah. out and, and what have you. 
and then I pay all the money, and then you show up, and it's like, well, it's not finished. Okay, cool. Well, do I come back next week for another? Do I get a free? Do I get a free do over? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that would kill the, the movie industry. That's again. not incorrect. I think it could work with some movies, but they're really. You made an interesting point when we talked about extended cuts last week. Oh, like the reason why, say, the Lord of the Rings works. Did you say this, or did someone send this? I don't I know. know. But uh, I'll take credit for that it because it was good. initially a good movie. Yes, and so when you add stuff. Uh-huh. People are like, I loved this and I want to see more of it. I don't want I don't want to be like, that was broken, but show me a different version yeah, of that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. You not, fucked it and I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm done with this. Yeah, I'm not buying I'm not if I didn't like the movie originally, I'm not mm. buying it again. Yeah. Like on, on you David. say it's better. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not I want to comp- if if the if the home version adds to the lore of an already complete movie, that works for me and I'll watch it maybe just to to fill yeah. in some you know, to, to get a, a more rich mm. experience of that movie. But if the if the storyline or whatever of the original didn't work, I'm not I'm not buying it again. That's right. It's a trick and I hate it. I just thought of this. I had a joke in my head. It doesn't work, but I'm just going to say it. When you said rich, I yes. nearly said Richard Branson, but that doesn't even. Nope. It's <laughs> nothing, is it? That's just. But my brain was like, say Richard Branson. That's free associating, <laughs> but he is rich, so you're not wrong. So it works. You are good. That is a good joke. <laughs> What we do is we lower expectations so hard. <laughs> and we tell people it's a good joke. When, when we actually do a good joke, people have they've been tricked. That's right, yeah. This is an email from Zach Adams. Okay. Uh, it says, hey, Nicholas and Chickalus, that's us. Yep. I've been watching the new Netflix Snowpiercer TV show and it got mm. me thinking, what existing movie do you think would work best by setting it entirely on a train? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, Dread. Yep. Because <laughs> it's just a sideways. You could just do it sideways. Yeah, that's true. The <laughs> building fell over and it's getting away. They're going to go. I, well, I guess, I mean, first, you could, I guess you could translate any building related, the Towering Inferno. Yep. But it's a train. The, the it's back, on fire. The back's on fire. <laughs> or the front. Or the front. Doesn't matter. Yep. Um, it would be the front with the engine, right? Did you know the Towering Inferno exists because there were two movies that were about burning buildings. And one was called The Tower and one was called like The Blazing Inferno and they were two competing movie companies. Yeah. And they just mashed them together. Wasn't there a whole thing of that movie as well? There was a bunch of stuff about the actors involved and who's going to be top credited and yeah, where so. names were even going to be in the yeah, credits. Yeah. of like, No, I mean like literally top credit, like who's going to be at the top I of the... I think so, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it was like McQueen and... And that's how the fire started. Really? Yeah, Sinatra set the fire. That's fuck. That's typical of that prick, isn't it? <laughs> it absolutely is. Yeah. Uh, uh, his uh, Zach's suggestion is Shawshank Redemption. A man wrongly accused of not having a ticket spends 19 years attempting to get off a train or being closely watched by the main train guard. I think that would be good. What about this Polar Express? Yes. It's on a train, but it's inside a bigger train. Oh my God. Yeah. Yep. The TV show Thomas the Tank Engine. I mean, like, you, know, you know. There's so many theories about kids' shows, dystopia futures, because they're so weird and surreal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we, you know what? We. We could, we could, if we're going to do a fan theory episode in the future, maybe we could just do kid shows. We could definitely do that. Yeah. We've got to feel like SpongeBob is like a genetic mutation because of toxic waste uh-huh. and stuff like that. But yeah, definitely. Okay. We got one rug, all the Rugrats are dead except for Angelica. Oh, it's yeah. Like, that's, that's dark. Right, yeah. But okay. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, look, I think John Wick would certainly work on a train. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You got to think kind of, well, that's the thing. You, you, Under Siege 2 could work on a train. Absolutely. Under Siege 1 could work on a train. Definitely. Money train could work on a train. A right. bigger train. That's my bigger train bigger theory. Train, absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's right. Uh, what's a movie you'd have to really shoehorn to fit on a train? Fit on a train. Um, Top Gun. <laughs> 
Wait, so even the fighter jets are inside no, they're not the in the train. It's it's he's Tom Cruise's character is the best train driver. Oh, okay, I gotcha. And, and you know he just to shoot down the other trains. The the, the Russian trains. There's a there's an incursion of Russian trains. Yeah, and he has and to the tracks down. are interweaving. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's great. I love it. You got another one? What's just another train? I was doing no. Just give me an action movie. We'll put it on an a train. action movie. Okay, yeah. it's not like Die Hard. But that's easy in a train, isn't yeah, it? That's, that's right. Yeah. What about? Uh, oh, good lord! What about Conan the Barbarian? We talked about a train. <laughs> sure, a train. I mean, because there wouldn't be a would it be a big wooden wheeled train pulled by horses, <laughs> is or is it just a modern train? How about this Highlander on a train? Okay, like, there can only be one train. That's the that's the. So the prof- competing trains? There was a prophecy at the depot yep. that there can be only one train. And so and at the end you get a prize, which is a bunch of overtime. But don't the people who run the trains like, but we need more than one train? And they're like, no, there was a prophecy. It was exactly. <laughs> we have right. to whittle down we our trains. We have to whittle down the trains. That doesn't even make sense for, the, for our network. that we've, we've got an infrastructure well, here that bad. keeps we're, the city we're alive. We're going to smash <laughs> all the trains together. It's going to be great. And at the end there's going to be one train. Oh, God. Yeah. I like that. So it's not just take a movie and – like squish everyone onto a train. It's you have to create a scenario James, where it's on a train. There's no rules here. Because <laughs> I'm not sure I've been following this the entire time. Everything I've said has been totally correct. <laughs> okay, so <good. laughs> it can be only one train. Train, perfect. I love it. Train theories. If people got them. They're really give good. Us them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's from Joe Swanson42, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Hey, James and Mason. My name's uh, John. I live in, oh, sorry, it was John Swanson, sorry. I live in Minnesota. Thank you both both so much. Your band has got me through the last year in a major way. Congrats on the new baby. Congrats on the new baby. Thank you. Your increasing loss of sanity makes the pod depressingly funny. Thanks. <laughs> I'm uh, in a real rom-com indie move, mood right now. So I was wondering, what are your favorite rom-com and indie movies that you'd recommend? All the odd pod, odd pod recommendations so far have been excellent, including Shaft 2000. What do you think of that, Mason? I don't like it. Yeah, well, you don't have to. I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say there's some good modern rom-coms that they're doing yes. at the moment on Netflix. Uh-huh. Like, what's the Ali Wong uh, one? Always Been My Maybe. That's a good yeah, one. That's a good it's, one. It's a good solid movie. Yeah. Oops, my uh, baby needs to be fed very soon. So let's bloody get this bloody going. Right. What do you think about the classic 90 ones when you Harry Met Sally and all those kinds of things? I think Notting Hill is one of the best ones. I, what? Well, Big a, Sick, that's a good yeah, new one. That is a good one. Mm. The thing about rom-coms of that era is... They've I, all got Tom Hanks. They've all got Tom Hanks and they're all a bit... What I, I don't like that they're probo sometimes, a bit problematic, yeah. but I also don't like articles that talk about how problematic no, they are. I know, because it's like, like, we know. They were set in the 80s yeah, and yeah, 90s, yeah, we yeah. know. Yeah. Kira Knightley's very young in this movie, we know. We know. It's weird, I don't like it. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. I don't like any of this. Uh, Crazy Stupid Love from 2011 is very good. Yeah. It's very funny. Yeah. I don't like Four Weddings and Funeral either. I'm just, Hitch is fun, right? Hitch remains fun, I think. Remains yeah. fun, I think. Yeah, uh-huh. One of the few Adam Sandler movies I like is The Wedding Singer. I'm just going through a list Wedding here. Wedding singer is good. Look, I think maybe what elevates these is is a charming, charming protagonist. Yes. I think maybe I like love actually, but I also understand if you don't love like actually. I, I know that it's like contrived and whatever, but yeah. Like I saw Suddenly Thirty quite recently. Yes. And, uh, so bit Probo Mason? Is that what you're going to say? Oh, you should write an article about it. It's a bit Probo, but Andy Serkis is in it and he's a delight. Oh, isn't he just? Yeah. Yeah. And Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo is in it. Yeah. And Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Let's name Garner. the whole cast. We have. That's all of them. They just put on different stage show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. People like Amelie, uh, but I think Amelie's insufferable. <laughs> like I liked at the time. I'm like, this is quirky and fun, and now oh, I'm like, I hate yeah, this. Yeah, okay. I've not seen Amelie. Do you like the movie Serendipity? No. In time. 
Yeah, it's not really a rom com though, is no, it? It's about family, I guess. But that's well worth it. That'll that'll get you bloody where you need to be. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> yeah. Ten things I hate about you. That's fun. If you want a snapshot of the nineties. That's the one, absolutely, yeah. Or can't hardly wait. Uh-huh. Which I think we've talked about. Yeah, before. So there you go. There's some there's some ones that are fine. Got yeah. any others or should we just wrap I up? I bet this? I'll think of one as soon as we uh, switch off. But Don't worry. You can drive back to my house and we'll oh, just and we'll just cool. add it in. Okay, cool. Be like, oh, I forgot to mention Harry Met Sally. <laughs> sure. And then you'd be like, no, we mentioned it first. I'll be like, oh, <laughs> God damn it. And you'd be like, we haven't mentioned it as a thing. You might come back and say, even though we already mentioned it. And I'll be like, oh, my God, this is getting really meta. Why am I back here? <laughs> So, do you want to wrap up the show? Oh, I've got some more letters. Oh, great. So yeah, let's do it. James, I've got so many letters. Love letters. Um, That's right. I got her back to sleep, so we're good. Oh, yeah, cool. Look at this work that I'm doing, Mason. You're doing great. It's easier with the second kid because you're like, I know all the tricks. Okay, now this is from Jack Taylor, mm. and uh, this is how you get us. You get us with a good subject line. Hot says, stuff. My car flipped over while listening to the pod. Whoa. Uh, hey, mates, hope all is well. Just thought it'd be fun to tell you that on my way to work, I always listen to the podcast to make the drive go by quicker. I've been listening since 2014. Sounds like you've been on a bit too bloody quick, am I right? <laughs> that was 2014. It's a billion years ago. Uh, however, today while listening to the, the recent Director's Cut episode, someone tried to merge into me and I swerved out of the way, lost control, and my car flipped over, landing on its roof. Jesus. I sustained zero injuries, luckily, though That's my awesome. car is total. It was a little surreal crawling out of my broken window to grab my phone and pause the podcast in the middle of the freeway. Yeah. You don't want to miss out. Yeah, no, no, We said no, all kinds of great yeah. stuff about Director's Cut. Exactly. Are they good? Are they bad? And then people run over to help and they're like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. What are you listening to? Yeah. You've got to explain that, but you flipped a car so you're a little uh-huh. distracted. Yeah. Uh, P.S. He says, I've been listening since I was 14 in 2014. There you go. I've been subscribed to James for even longer. I'm now 20 years old and love hearing you guys talk about comic book movies yeah, we're every so Monday. Old, I know. No, we're also young. It's fine. <laughs> uh, and he's got a picture of uh, picture of this, this truck. It's a nice, uh, like a red, Americans would call that a pickup truck, oh, I think. goodness. Yeah, that is a car. That is a truck flip. He's got. He said, "Here's a photo for you guys. Wicked CD on the ground. So a CD has fallen out of his." <laughs> does he mean like Wicked CD, or does he mean like the musical Wicked CD? He's just said a, a Wicked CD. A wicked I can't. CD. I've zoomed in. and I can't wicked quite tell CD. what it is. But if uh, Jack, if you're ever, if you if you want to give us an update and tell us what CD that was, yeah, is it a uh, Wicked CD? Yeah, or was it Wicked the CD? That's right. Well, I'm glad you're okay. I think I mentioned this to you recently, or maybe even before this show today. Who knows? Yes. But we get a lot of. I had a car crash when. Uh, and, and you guys were there, like, because you was listening to you. Uh-huh. But we never get like, hey, I, uh, I, I won like a scratchy ticket. I won $10,000. Right, sure. When I was listening to you guys. Because uh-huh, they're too like, busy spending the money. Yeah, it's never like uh, a bird dr- dropped me a, a bar of gold, <laughs> for example. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, I there's a reason for that, a compelling reason why somebody wouldn't be walking down the street and a bird would drop a bar of gold on them. And that person's probably unconscious. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, okay, yeah. But do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Is good stuff happening when people mm. listen to this? Or is this a curse? You know? Good question. Yeah. Uh, speaking of driving, this is from Kevin Towers. Mm-hmm. He says, what do I do? Uh, <laughs> I don't um, know what to do. Hello, Mason and James. I'm a college student in Alabama. My summer internship fell through due to COVID. Uh, as that's I've heard of it. That's yep, I, that's happened. I've had to become a delivery driver to have an income this summer, and your podcast have made my shifts go by very quickly. I'm great for all that you do, and I have fun diving in your back catalogue. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, now on to my question. With listening to the podcast, I've started wanting to read comics, and I would like to know your recommendations for where to begin. Also, can I do this without becoming poor along the way? No. Go to the library. Go to the library. Yeah. Uh, we should do an episode on this at some point. People have been asking for years, yeah, yeah. like starting uh-huh. comics. 
That's a uh, go to the, yeah. go to the library would be yep. good. Uh, a lot of because you're in America, we don't have this in Australia, but mm. there's a lot of unlimited digital subscriptions yes, in America. Are, yeah. There's Marvel Unlimited and Comicsology has unlimited. one as well. And so basically, you pay a fee every month, and you yep. can read as many comics like Netflix as you want. for comics. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, not yeah. a lot of new new stuff, but they're constantly updating it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't done it, but it it seems to be well worth it. A lot of Comic book companies often will have digital giveaways of stuff. Like if yeah. you sign up to the news, I think uh, 2000 AD, Fleetway, Fleetway who do 2000 AD, okay. uh, they, if you sign up to the newsletter, they would give you like 50 free comics. Yeah, right, okay. Comics, so you can do that. Um, also share like an account with friends. Oh, yeah, that would work People too. do that with Kindles and yeah, whatever. Yeah, like yeah, I know, true. like I give my comic password stuff to my oh. brother, the one you don't like. Yeah, yeah. Just be like, just what do you want to read? And I'll just, and I'll get it because I write them off on tax. So Ooh. there's a lot of Serenity sequel comics. <laughs> I bet there is. The brother you don't like, the brother I don't like. Yet. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 He's yeah, a big yeah. fan of those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, they're good suggestions. I like the idea of the library one as well, though COVID and library oh, good point. might not be good a great point. idea, but I don't know. I want to, there's a, uh, a lot of uh, libraries have like, an app where you can get mm. you can you can loan you can borrow out audiobooks and stuff like that. Right, okay. So if they have an that. audiobook, you just you you request it in the app and it yeah. and it comes through. I wonder if they have a comic book thing. Do you love a book on tape? I do like a book on tape. I don't mind a book on tape yeah. either. Uh what would you recommend if first first comic book? Oh, for God, I don't know. Uh Superman uh Birthright is a great That's a good one, yep. First um story. Yes. Comic. Uh-huh. It's a Superman origin. Yes. Um well, let's do one. Let's just let's do an we'll episode. Do an episode on we it, got yeah. any other ones that I mean I like. You can do Batman U one, and that's a good one. You yeah. Can't really go wrong. I no. find often I re, I find when I'm recommending it is often a DC one as opposed to anything else, and I don't know why okay. that is. But yeah. what's that one that I always recommend? People will be letting me know. The Bible. No, yeah, it's the it's the Bible. Yeah. Uh, it's the um, DC's the New Frontier is what I'm. Oh, I, yeah, that's great. Which is sort really of a good, sort yeah. of a retro one, and it's sort of in the style of yeah, you. I was going to say in the style of Paul Dini, I think. He did the art on it. Uh, yeah, well, that would make sense why it's in his style, don't yeah, you think? That's right. It'd be weird if it was it wasn't in his style. Uh, Darwin Cook, rather. Darwin oh, Cook. it's in the well. That it would be weird if it wasn't in the well, style. Well, Darwin Cook had a lot of influence said, yeah. on the on the, on the Daniverse. So <laughs> yeah, but it's sort of a sort of a, a limited series which was set sort of in the golden age or the the golden silver age in the nineteen fifties of, of the DC Comics characters, and you don't need to know anything about any of them yep. really. It's just a good. Good solid comic, and there's adventure. dinosaurs in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you need to know. Mm. All right, she's waking up again, and we really do need to bloody. Okay, wrap we should wrap this, this up. Show yeah. up, Mason. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for telling a friend yeah. in this difficult time. I know we've all got a lot going on. We do, don't but, you we? You know, just just set all that aside and tell a friend about our podcast. That's the and priority. And then leave a nice review, James. Do you have a nice review? I got two nice reviews. Oh from, this is from uh, Nakevism. Mm-hmm. It's a great show. Five stars. Thank you. You can just do it in app. Did you know that, Mason? I, I did know that. It's yeah. easy as pie. Easier <laughs> than pie. Wow. Because pie, if you're cooking, it takes effort. Pie, if you're eating it, you got to sit down for it. That's right. This, you could do the standing. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes you eat a pie. It's not, not, not worthwhile. It's not a great pie. Yeah, you're like, I've got the calories, but I don't have the satisfaction. Leaving a review, no calories, all satisfaction. <laughs> That's right. I've been listening to them since 2016, and they're my favorite podcast. I keep trying to find ones that I like as much as this one, and I can't. That's right. You can't and you never will. Even my less successful podcast, suggestible, because it's, mm. less, it's less successful for a reason. You don't, you don't get that sense of satisfaction. No, nah, you really don't. to an award-winning podcast. Nah, it's coming back this week, by the way. Oh. We've, we're ready to go, I think. Okay. Uh, Vincent D. Taylor said, release the sandwich cut. Five stars. Just do it, you cowards. Um, I, did we ever say sandwich cut? We probably did. 
It's an in-joke, maybe, it that like we did. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool, right? <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, th- thank you very much, everybody. I hope everybody's doing all right out there. Yeah, man. Uh, let us know how you're doing. Uh, yeah. You can get us at Weekly Planet Pod at Facebook, at Gmail, at Twitter, at Bandcamp. Yes. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm Nick Maso, N-I-C-K-M-A-S-E-A-U. James, you're Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. Everywhere, all the time. You can also go to planetbroadcasting.com, sign up to the newsletter from the great Rob Collings. He's doing great things all the time. Yes. Uh, you can also look at all the other podcasts on the Planet Broadcasting Network. You can, you can go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group, which is a great refuge for people. Just, just, just if you, if you, if you like, who do I talk? I'm, I mean, I'm in quarantine. Who do I talk to about all sorts of pop culture, comic booky, comic book movie kind of stuff? Speak to some nice people in there. Speak to some nice people. Have a have a fine time. You can yeah, go that's to that right. Little Facebook group. Mm. Ten thousand people. That's right. So not that little. It's pretty, pretty, it's pretty, pretty substantial. But it's not overwhelming because it is yeah. well moderated. Exactly. And it's not an. In, I mean, there's there's a good amount of posts. Exactly right. Mm. Uh, if you would like to support the show, you can go to Patreon.com/slash Mister Sunday Movies. If you'd like to chuck in a buck, also you can go to the Amazon affiliate link in our episode description. Yes. Uh, shop local, but if you can't, if you're stuck in your house, go on, go through Amazon and link get everything delivered. That's right. Mm. It's as easy as pie. Easier. Easier than pie. It's so much easier than pie. And you get the satisfaction of knowing you've purchased a thing. Oh, great stuff. Yeah, that's right. Is that it? Uh, you oh, get the- some T-shirts on tpublic.com. Uh, thank you to the Brute, the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all their musical themes. How do they do it? Um, I, I guess like... They recorded it the one time and... Yeah, yeah, then we, re- we repeated it. We edited it in every yeah, week. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's really no effort on their behalf past the initial... But 100% satisfaction. That's what oh, we're... Oh, yeah, what we're that's what I'm all about. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Easier than pie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, next week, maybe that comic thing, but also we might not be back next week or it might be just news. We're doing this week to week. This was, again, supposed to be just news and we found some time because we're also still trying to keep ahead of Caravan of Garbage and I still haven't taken a break and maybe I should. What am I doing, (laughs) Mason? I think but it's good that everybody, everybody knows the thought process, which is very yeah, exciting. People are enjoying my un- swiftly unraveling sanity as well. So mm. also, if you love Batman v Superman or hate it, you are going to love Caravan of Garbage on Tuesday where we look at it. I mean, we've already, the backlash from Man of Steel alone, this is going to be. Oh, really? You think we've so? We've dug a grave, Mason, that Too we will grave. never <laughs> escape. <laughs> It's also Are we like in the grave together, though. Y- yes. Oh, that's fun. It's also that's how we're getting buried, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's also Ben's currently editing it. It's also like thirty-two minutes long. It's the longest one we've ever done. Yeah, right. And it's it's not the added video games thing we did with Bond. Yeah. It's just thirty-two minutes long, and the extended is like forty-five. Yeah, so right. yeah. So Sounds if you like, like nitpicks, yeah, mate, you're gonna love it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening. I really appreciate it. Yeah, hopefully see you guys next week. Mm. Uh, grab that gem, you guys. Bye. Bye. James. Yeah, James. you're back. What are yeah. you doing here? When Harry Met Sally, classic rom Great work. Thanks for coming back. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. <laughs> I'm so tired, but I, I've committed to this. A point. felony because you sped to get here to That's get it right. done. That's <laughs> right. I really did. Yep. All right. Goodbye hey, for real. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.